And we are coming down in three, two, one. Welcome to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by... Um, Ooh, wow, we're going to go way out of order. The Red Baron. Yeah. <laughs> and very special guests. Yes, yeah, very special guests. Uncle Bob. Uncle Bob more. is here, yes. Again. Oh, my goodness. The Mass. <laughs> the Mass is here. The Mass. The Mass is here. Oh, this, this is... This is uh... Oh, that's a problem. Yeah, oh, I want to watch it. We have some foamage going on. Chris, we got to have you talk more into the microphone. Yeah, little. right into the microphone. Right into the microphone. I'll pull it up a little bit. All right. Not touching the mic, though. You have him turned on? Yep, he's on. All right, are we good? Are we good? It's very low. Very faint. Very faint. He has a naturally low voice. Well, it's a gain him up a little bit. Hey, how how are you, Chris? I'm not doing too bad. How are you, Kendall? Doing good. Yes. 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 You can put on the board. Hey. hey. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I miss him. Is he not in WWE anymore? That's that. Whoa, what? Whoa, That's Hawk whoa, Harrelson whoa. from, Hulk from Harrelson. White Sox. <laughs> the White Sox. The White Sox commentator. You know, I know what he was thinking though. He was thinking like uh, Road Dog and uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the, what, a, what a time to not have private stock with us. I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're joined. Uh, we're short, short staffed, but we have plenty of loving guests that are always willing to come on. <laughs> uh, Machine Washable, J Mart, and. Uh, What's 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 Kyle's nickname for the day? Uh, mojito. Mojito. Nah, he did that last week. Did he? Smelly. Well, smelly. You, you be smelly. Well, do, how can we tell today? <laughs> it's, they're all they're all the same, really. All his nicknames are just synonym for Kyle. Uh, okay. But um, I just I, I, I can't keep I can't keep like looking away from this. It's like it's like it's got a life of its own. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's a good way to what get is it? It's a pecan pie porter. It's okay. a it's a pretty good way to get hammered in the morning when it does this because you just keep drinking it really fast. Um, so yeah, we'll be slammed by eleven. Um, well, that sounds like a good enough time to do our starting lineups. Uh, so I'll go first since mine's you know volcanoing. Uh, from Clown Shoes Brewery, I have the pecan pie porter, and it might be pretty old. It might be very old. <laughs> it almost How old looks are we like talking? well. It's well, it's definitely old because it's doing this. This is a sign of an old yes. porter. Yeah. Um. It is. That beer is from. I the still maple. have a lot of that sauce from that enormous burrito in my mouth, so I couldn't really get a good flavor profile. But uh, I think well, we're starting to get side sippage, so you guys go ahead. Right. Well, both that beer and the beer I'm about to introduce are from the, the Maple Studio. It's been, mm. it's been a while since they've they've been debuted, and they've been on the floor of my bedroom now for yeah, a since they've long seen the light of day. <laughs> uh, from Thimble Island, part of the 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 Riddler collection, I have. Uh, I guess it's just Maiden. Just called it's a Maiden. saison. Just straight up Maiden. Yeah, it's got a pretty cool uh, wrapper to it. It's got a... To, a to label. Yeah, I don't know I said wrapper. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of like a, a piece of drift... Like newspaper. Wood. No, it's, it's yeah. the, uh, wood. The, the, the... the What the hell is it called? The front of the ship. The, oh, well, the wow. But I mean the, the way... The, the prow. Yeah, the prow. Yeah. But I mean the way they, they applied it to the bottle. It's like ripped and tattered. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. So you could properly use the word tattered, but you said... Listen, you, you said... It's 10.04 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
I'm I'm still getting into my groove. Mass, we have an array going on of domestic brews. Yeah, domestic brews purely because uh, Ashley decided to wait until ten o'clock at night last night to leave her grandparents, so we never got to touch up the package store. So I am drinking <laughs> Sam Adams cherry wheat. And then you got some on deck stuff. Don't don't yeah. talk about no. That's right, later. We'll go later when you when you go to the bullpen. <clears throat> oh, uh, Uncle Bob, coffee? Coffee. 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 Yeah. coffee. It's my second cup for the day. <laughs> I mean, it's lucky I got here without killing somebody. <laughs> I haven't had my second cup yet. Yeah, I, I, I was really fortunate to be able to have time to stop and grab some sort of caffeinated beverage. feel much better now. Yeah, no, I'm running on no caffeine right now, and I'm going to be regretting that. Well, that's why you just, uh, how many beers you got? Shotgun them all. Okay, it's go. like the same thing. We're going to get you a straw for the bottles. Yeah. <laughs> do, the, do the fold it over yeah. and chug like they do with the Jack Daniels. Um, so we're not really going to, you know, screw around with shot trivia today. We okay. can ask you. Kendall can come up with an NFL question yeah. that we can just oh. ask for fun. But uh, uh, toast, toast to excellence before we, uh, I mean, well, beers are opened, but that's oh, fine. I open my well, they're still. all bottles. It's like, it's hard. Can Here you go. Yeah. Um, but uh, do you have a toast to excellence at all? Anything? Uh, yeah. To, so you've listened uh, to the show. You know what we do. Yeah. To um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna use it for Baker Mayfield for actually making the Browns fun to watch again. I'll take uh something I didn't think I'd say this decade for two hundred, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get you some merch. Make the Browns great again. Yep, Uncle Bob. Well, I think I'm gonna go with Lester and uh, getting through uh, five innings while he struggled and they still managed to win the game. And again. For all the problems the Cubs have with their bullpen, four pitchers throw four scoreless innings to wrap the game up yesterday. Yep. And they beat the White Sox. Yeah, but they got they got beat by the White Sox the night before. Yeah. It's always how it goes. <laughs> well, it's, that 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 rivalry is always ends up generally tied. Yeah. Yeah. The Cubs Nobody could, wins it. The Cubs could be 150 and 0 and they'll lose one to the White Sox. Oh yeah. <laughs> the White Sox are the complete opposite. They won't hit a single. They won't have a single hit all season, and then they'll just throw eight up on the board against the Cubs. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's very frustrating for both teams. Um, let's see. I had a toast to excellence. I'll go. I got, I got oh, one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that way. No, please. Yes, by all means. This uh, with a a very pained heart is to congratulate the Atlanta Braves for clinching the NL East. Ah, that hurts. But oh, they clinched it. Yeah, they did. Uh, oh, because they beat the Phillies. Yes, yes. Well, I... somebody had to win that division. Yeah. Well, the Phillies really just kind of hit Skid Row there for yep. a while. They were really losing games. I tell you, the Mets crept up. They they could finish with the same record hypothetically. Was it, was the Phillies. <laughs> it was the Phillies. Oh, and, you'd have to rub it in Kyle's oh, face. Oh, I would forever. Yeah, like <laughs> I mean, like dog crap. You'd have to get yeah, dog crap. I would and put it in his face. Yeah. Just That's, sprinkle some like that confetti well, on it though mm. while you do it. Well, then I'll just Fun rub thing. his face in his own carpet then. You know? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> we need to get like a like a gun that shoots blanks. So when you do something like that, like shots fired, <laughs> <laughs> or like the, the reggae horn. Or <laughs> no, 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 no! I want like a New England Patriots musket. <laughs> just open up the window. <laughs> uh, my toast to excellence. I had so many. But I'm just gonna, you know, I'm just gonna give it to you know the Bears defense, Chicago right. Bears defense, to sh- that Bears defense. Now I get it, I get what all the, the critics are saying, you know, like it's Seattle's offensive line. But it's like, it doesn't matter. Russell okay. Wilson can still run like a lot, and they did a really good job of containing him. I think he only got out of the pocket like three times, and he only, I think he only turned one into a big gain for a first down. 
other than that, they, they held him completely in check. And they sacked him a lot. Absolutely. And uh, Danny Trevathan <laughs> had a monster game. He's just a monster in general. Yep. Khalil Mack doing Khalil Mack things. Mm-hmm. Leonard Floyd. The whole the whole, the whole whole front seven there is just playing really well. The secondary is playing really well, too. I'm not going to yeah. take that away from him. But. Fuller needs to learn to uh, get his head around to grab some of those interceptions <laughs> that come his way, though. See, if he keeps dropping interceptions, I'm okay with it because I'm more concerned with like some of these like Cutler decisions that Trubisky's making. Yeah. <laughs> hey, come on now. This is a ki- a guy who played how many college games as a starter? Don't right. care. Okay, 13. and he's only got like what thirteen or fourteen games under his belt. I think he in the now he's played, says but he's one played more. football his whole life. That's the thing. Like some of these decisions, like like underthrowing your receiver if, like that, or missing the wide open in the end zone. That's just that. That's something that like I don't care how young you are in the game. You've been playing football your whole life. You know that it's not always the first option that you. You know that like yeah, you have you have options one, two, three, and four, but you got to learn to scan the whole field first. And like that's something that you learn if you're good enough. You learn it at the high school level, and you kind of take it with you. And you improve upon it, of course. Like, it's not, no, you know, Peyton Manning didn't play his first high school game and was, like, looking all over the field and finding every open receiver every time. I'm going to cut the kid slack until the second half of the season because he's in his second new offense as a, as a rook. And now he's he's in his second year, he's got a new offense. And he'll, and have, he'll have a new one the third, the fourth, the fifth, because that's how Chicago Bears football's played. Nagy won't go anywhere for the next couple of years. Oh, no, but we'll fire an <clears> offensive <throat> coordinator. Yeah. Just because. <laughs> but now he's the one making the play calls. That's doesn't why matter. Fired. We're still going to fire the offensive coordinator. <laughs> it's what we do, Chris. It's what we do. It's what you do. Here's the thing. I, I, I'll say this forever. Jay Cutler wasn't always the greatest quarterback in the world, but he got the job done from time to time. Yep. Jay Cutler had how many head coaches slash offensive coordinators in his entire time there? A lot. The answer's a lot. Well, the so, other thing is Cutler never really had an offensive line in front right. of him, but, and he never really like had the offensive tools to go with him. This is something that people he, don't know about Jay Cutler. <clears throat> um, so the year, the first year that they had Mark Tressman, I think it was the first year that they had Mark Tressman, um, offensive-minded play caller for an offensive-minded quarterback, yep. you know, big cannon type of guy. They had receivers at the time. And, yep. And, and, running and then back they also. let him go. Yeah. Yeah, they let all of it go. Um, but uh, so... That year, if you recall, was the year that like Peyton Manning decided to go out and break every offensive record. Yeah, that, that was his first year with the Broncos. Yeah, where he went absolutely insane. Yeah, yeah, the, seven touchdowns in the very first game against the, the Ravens. The Bears were second. Yeah. Were they in total yards that year? Yes, oh, that the I Bears were second. It was yeah. a good team. The Bears were second in total yards out of yeah. Color got re- the job done. If I remember, the defense was absolutely. Oh yeah, precious. the defense. The defense. The defense didn't play that great, and that's why we didn't win a lot of games. Mm-hmm. And you well, know, that but, was the year they they got rid of Urlacher. That was the yeah. That was the yeah, year after okay. Erlacher retired. Briggs was there. No, 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 no. Erlacher didn't retire. He got fired. They didn't want to pay him any money. Well, so he, they said they they gave him a contract offer that was like an insult. Yep. And he 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 decided to retire instead. But if they'd have paid him the money that he was worth, <laughs> I mean, come on, this is a guy who. I don't care if he didn't have the speed that he started out with. He still had the knowledge, and he could get everybody a, in the right place. He's a leader. Yeah. Well, he w- and he called the defensive signals. Yep. Yeah. And he would put people in the right, and and you would see the guy. He'd be yelling at people on the field, "Get over there!" Before the snap, it was crazy, but he yeah. was that good. Yeah. You don't find a lot of that nowadays anymore. Well, it's him and Charles Tillman kind of have the same story. Yeah. They were ne- neither of them are ready to hang it up, but yep. injuries take value away from a player like those like that. Absolutely. 
Uh, Peppers got traded that year too, didn't he? Uh, no, we we no. bought out Peppers. Yeah, he, he didn't get traded. He got bought out. And was a free agent. Yeah, oh, that's right. Okay, he went. To, he yeah. went to the Panthers. That was that was when the Bears. The Bears. No, much... he went to the Packers. Yeah, he went to the Packers. Oh, first. that's right. He, he went, went to the, the Packers, Packers first. The Packers. That's right. Then he went to the Panthers. That was the year that the the, the Bears really decided that they were going to start changing shop on defense and kind of re, revamping stuff because yeah. after Erlacher got injured in that season. That was when we waved bye bye to Chris Conti and Major Wright. Tim Jennings retired. Oh my god, I forgot all about Major Wright. <laughs> Til- we let Tillman walk because of all the bicep injuries and stuff that he had. Erlacher, Briggs, I mean Israel Adonage retired. Mm-hmm. Henry Melton, we let go because of all the off the field issues he was having. Yep. And then you know we kind of started trying to revitalize youth. We brought in a couple guys here and there, <clears throat> Jared Allen, you know stuff mm-hmm. like that, and then. Slowly but surely. Trying to bring in youth. Come on over, Jared Allen. Hey, you well, still play the leader mentality, level. though. Yeah. But it's that leader mentality. Yeah. You know? you yeah, know, they had to replace Urlacher yeah, with somebody. Yeah, they had to bring somebody that could mentor, and who better than yeah. Jared Allen? No, the guy, nobody. I mean, come on. Every Monday Bears night football t- game, that guy went to the Culinary yeah. Institute of America. <laughs> <laughs> and the Bears definitely got the best out of Jared Allen that was, you know, left to left. get. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm a huge Jared Allen fan. Well, well the way. Sporting his jersey. <laughs> Um, the minute they signed a contract with the Bears, I went out and bought the jersey. Mm-hmm. The I remember. Only, the only one I didn't get was that I still need to find is an Eddie Royal one. Ooh, that one's waiting in the wings somewhere. Well, you got to get it because I have my Broncos one. I don't care we... about that. I don't well, want to wear it with you. Well, I'm saying we could all get matching Eddie Royal jerseys. Yeah, but mine will be on a team that I like. Hey, I like the Broncos. No, you can't like every NFL team except I... look you 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 uh... like every NFL team except for New England, Green Bay, Baltimore. In Cincinnati, and the only reason I don't put Cleveland is because they're so sad that you feel bad hating them. <laughs> yeah, they don't. You can't hate. You can't hate them. It's like hating. It's like hating the the late two thousands Braves. You just can't. It's not <laughs> the fair. Late two thousands Braves. But listen, I like I like the NFL. I like a, you know I like it more than than Pittsburgh. It's my favorite team. It's the team I root for. But I like football. I revere football more than I like the Steelers. So you and don't actually. Known. So you don't actually ever care if the Steelers are in the Super Bowl. I care because it's a team I, I I root for. But you root for football more, so therefore, as long as the Super Bowl is a good Super Bowl, then I, I, I so care like about if you that. had to, if you had to choose, let's, 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 yeah, this is actually a good question because I know you're going with this. All right, so let's say the Steelers are doing really well, right? To mm-hmm. so say they're sixteen and now. Okay. And I know every game has the chance to be really good. Blah blah blah. I understand that. Throw all that bullshit out the window. <laughs> so okay. uh, say you have the sixteen and zero Steelers. Uh, you know, been through sixty-five touchdowns this year for five thousand five hundred and fifty-eight yards. Antonio Pacific. <laughs> Antonio Brown had you know twenty-four hundred sure, receiving yards. Sure. Le'Veon Bell broke the rushing record. Sure. You know, like let's just he like, actually has to report uh, to the team for that to happen. James Conner yeah. broke the rushing record. So <laughs> we'll just you know Michael Vick signed a contract, broke the rushing record, whatever. <laughs> you guys are the the best offense and defense we've ever seen, and uh, you know, the Rams say they had a deflating year. Seattle ended up tweaking its way into the playoffs. At just like they did that one year at seven and nine. God, that pisses me off. Uh, but they tweaked into seven and nine. Absolutely atrocious. They squeaked by on bad calls and you know just timely interceptions or fumbles. You right. know, okay. Whatever. So that's the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You more excited to see that Super Bowl, or would you be more excited to see like New England or the Philly 16, last year? The sixteen and zero Patriots going up against the sixteen and zero like like Vikings. Well, I guess I'd be more excited to see the two 16-0 teams. Exactly. But you, you, you appreciate football more than the Steelers. But I mean, it's like... Nope, 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 nope. Hey, if you ask me that same question, Bears all day. Even if they were the Seattle Seahawks version. Even if they Ooh. were the shitty... It's a loaded question. Like, even if you, they were the 7-9. You, you and presented nine. the Steelers to be this 
Yeah, exactly. Like juggernaut that it's just kind of like. Yeah, but but it's of your course, team. Of but course, it's your I team. I root for the Steelers, but it's just kind of like if the Steelers don't win that game, then it's it's more disappointing than anything. Rather than I would rather see my team in the Super Bowl. But I understand. I understand why it's frustrating for you because you know you're a snob and have seen your team in the Super Bowl how many times in your lifetime. <laughs> um, I've only had the luxury of seeing them once in the sh- like one of the shittiest conditioned Super Bowls ever. It was, yeah, yeah, it was I saw the Bears twice, so. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Brag about yeah. it. <laughs> Brag about it. And they won that year. <laughs> <laughs> Brag hey, about I, it. I got a, a trivia question for you guys. As you know, it's always, always football. Yeah. How many uh, stitches are in the throwback jersey? Yeah, there we go. All right, uh, Dan Marino's lowest 22. passing uh, yards against each team. I said that entirely wrong. Dan Marino's versus the Panthers has his lowest passing total. All right, so he's butchering this terribly. So yeah, Kendall, his lowest total of all time. Yeah, Kendall likes Kendall likes to look up like a, a player's lowest total stat. Okay, and then this one just happens to be against the Panthers. So Dan Marino's lowest passing total of all time in a game: uh, 122 yards. Jake Delhomme, the court. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> um, one sixty-three. I think it was. I don't. I think he had that uh, a game less than a hundred yards one year. Oh, did it? One time, yeah. Yikes. Like ninety-five or something like Good that. Thing there's no <laughs> I have for this year on the NFL stat page one hundred and forty yards. Damn. First the Panthers. He's got a pretty impressive resume here. Yeah, he was a pretty good quarterback. Yeah. Oh, he's all right. He was a great quarterback. <laughs> not to mention, unfortunately, not to mention, he got kidnapped for a dolphin. <laughs> yeah. Chris is unfortunately, they had yeah, nothing. Yeah. Be, nothing else. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they didn't even have great receivers. He made them good. Yeah. Uh, it was the both Marks or something like that. I can't remember their names. Yeah. Uh, Mark Sanchez and Mark West. That's no, it. No. <laughs> <laughs> one's a mustached butt fumbler. The other one's a Pinot Noir from right? California. Yeah. <laughs> so going back to your Trubisky thing, okay. you're you're worried that this kid isn't going to be any good. No, it's not that. It's not that I'm worried he's not going to be any good. I don't. Here's the thing. I don't think Trubisky's going to be a great quarterback anyway. And that's not being negative. There are plenty of teams that have had success with a not great quarterback. Phil Sims. Phil Sims, uh. Jim McMahon, yeah. um, you know, like it's one of those things. Like I don't think Jared Goff's going to be a great quarterback. No, he's going to be. Jared Goff is going to be. I think Trubisky, Jared Goff, they have potential to be at best a Philip Rivers quarterback, mm-hmm. and at worst, probably like an Andy Dalton, which is still good. They're going to yeah. be good, serviceable quarterbacks that are probably going to quarterback their teams. Four years to come. Mm-hmm. And he could end up being the best quarterback the Bears have ever had. Yes. Right. And the, and the thing the thing behind it is because that... He, right now he's chasing Cutler. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the oh. thing is, is that, you know, much like the Rams, much like the Bears do now, much like the Bengals have had for a long time, a lot of good, good defenses to go off of. So he doesn't need to go out and be great. All the time. No. He has to go out and be smart. Yeah. But he can't go out and be, he doesn't have to go out and be great. You go, like, just for, for Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers has not always really had the defense, but he's always had a plethora of weapons around him. Yes. And Philip Rivers, I don't care what anybody says, Philip Rivers makes his entire offense better. Absolutely. You take oh, Philip yeah. Rivers out, he's you're not going to win any games. Yeah. <laughs> it's a sad team without Philip Rivers. Yes. Yeah. It's probably 
Well, he's another one of those quarterbacks that makes his receivers better. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Okay? I, I mean, he's Brady's one yeah. of those guys. Aaron Rodgers is one of those guys. Uh, and Philip Rivers. We, we, we don't and say that name at this Drew table. Brees. <laughs> and Drew Brees. Okay? I mean, those four guys, in my Brady opinion. Or, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Get out. <laughs> Get out. But those four guys, in my opinion, make their receivers better. Absolutely. Uh, I can't help but notice that you didn't say Chase Daniels. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> Patrick nope. Mahomes. He was intentional with that. <laughs> right, it's too early for Mahomes to be yes. putting that. Absolutely, because I don't think he's going to come up and put anywhere out near the numbers that he did last week. See, I hope he. I hope. I hope the opposite. I hope Mahomes. I does this all year. I he. I think he has the potential to do it. Yeah, absolutely. And I hope he does it all year and then just shits the bed next year. <laughs> no, 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 I hope he does okay this year. See, I hope here's he. The thing, and I know it's a shitty thing to say. But I am a, such a big fan of like these players that come when these players come out that aren't aren't like the next big thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like just Ezekiel come out of Elliott nowhere was the become... next big thing. Yeah. Saquon Barkley was the next big. You know, like yeah. Miles Garrett was supposed to be the next big thing. Jadavion Clown, like these guys. But Patrick Mahomes was not not the next big. No, thing. he was not going to be the next. Well, big thing. now I, there there was a lot that I read before the draft when he was drafted. That he could be the best quarterback in that draft, but that's but that's just it though. That's the reason I say he's not the next best thing because they, he said they could be. Right, right. he's not the right. best quarterback. He could. Ezekiel Elliott was the best running back in that yeah, class. Clearly. He was better Saquon than Todd Barkley Gurley. Was the best running back in that class? Clearly. Yeah, Ezekiel Elliott, in my opinion, is a better running back than Todd Gurley. Yeah, absolutely. Todd Gurley is a better multi-dimensional back. Yeah, he's he's you know a Matt Forte type of thing. Yeah. It's like, you know, Matt Forte would do more for you every game than Adrian Peterson ever would. Absolutely. But Adrian Peterson's the better back. Yeah. The beer, better pure well, back. back then. Yeah. 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 Not, not now. They're both <laughs> one. One's making albums with Common and the other one's rotting in Washington. Um, <laughs> but my thing is it's just that, like... Forte is recording with Common? They're the same no, person. No. Same person. They're they? the same person. Look up a picture of Matt Forte. There's actually a picture of Matt Forte in Common wearing the same suit in the same room. And they look almost identical. They're like the exact. Common's just got a little bit narrower of a head. <laughs> they kind of make the same face too. Yeah, they, <laughs> they look exactly alike. It's an, it's it's. That's pretty funny. Um, going back to the greatest quarterback in Chicago Bears history, Jay Cutler. Um, <laughs> well, stat wise, he is. Except for one, I think it's yards. I think Sid Luckman still has yards. Could be. I think Sid Luckman still has yards, but I think Cutler passed him in touchdowns, attempts, completions, interceptions, <laughs> um, fumbles, sacks taken <laughs> to the face. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's funny. You know who uh, – uh, you've, you've met Kyle. Yeah. Chris, you've met Kyle, yeah. of course. Uh, Rebecca, have you ever met Kyle? Rebecca's never met Kyle, so I'll have to introduce you guys at some point. But uh, – He goes by his, coach. <laughs> yeah. His aunt thinks that Jay Culler is like the sexiest man walking on a football field. Jay Culler looks like he just woke up on the underneath the bed. That's yeah. what he looks like when he. <laughs> See, I just love like him and Adrian Peterson are like boys off the field. Yeah, like they're such good friends, and I just love it. They couldn't be any better. Like one of the best friendships in football. You know, it's it's always great when you have two division rivals that were friends off the field, and it always works out that way. Like it can it can be like that because it's like. Yeah, division rivals, but, like, when the hell are Adrian Peterson and Cutler ever going at it on the right. field, you know? It'd be a lot different if, like, Anthony Barr and Cutler were friends. <laughs> but I just it's so funny to me because you have Jay Cutler smoking cigarettes during halftime, and Adrian <laughs> Peterson has thrown up repeatedly on the field for swallowing chewing tobacco while, while playing. 
<laughs> it's just like the funniest thing that these two like advocates yeah. of tobacco use while playing football <laughs> yeah. are best friends on the outside. Yeah. It's just like, you want some of this cut? <laughs> you got it, AP. <laughs> Go long. Oh no. I can I uh can I bring this back like twenty minutes ago and do a very quick uh anti toast of excellence? Oh sure, yeah. What's up? Thank you to Brian Schottenheimer for officially ruining the Seahawks, finally. All right. To Brian Schottenheimer. To Brian Schottenheimer. Okay. <laughs> Holy shit. Here we go. I didn't know this. What did you know? Rob Gronkowski was like almost traded to the Lions this offseason? Yeah. I didn't know that. I Patricia. don't that. And then Gronk said, absolutely not. I will retire before you trade me. And then they didn't trade him. So, Kendall, could you imagine? Rob Gronkowski almost went to the Lions and Tom Brady almost almost walked away from the Patriots this offseason, apparently. Yeah. Can yeah. you imagine? One last ride, boys. Would have been great, but, you know, he'll play forever. Brady? Yeah. I'll... Oh, yeah. For sure. He's like the Elon Musk of football. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll a, tell you what. He's a robot. If, if, what's his face? The owner? Kraft. Kraft? Yeah. If he had to make a choice, he'd keep Brady over Belichick. I think so, too. Okay. That's become such a weird dynamic, the three of them, like a power struggle. It's yeah. just odd. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care what Mark says. Brady yeah. would be good without Belichick. Yeah, absolutely. Mark well, argues it all the time that Brady wouldn't be good without Belichick. And it's I understand. But, Belichick makes these amazing play calls. And, he, and he, he goes out and he gets he always manages to get the right personnel. He keeps he keeps 53 egos and, in check every time. Yes. yes. But Tom Brady is the one throwing the football. Tom Brady's the one adjusting the play calls because Belichick's not a. a yeah, no, he calls those plays at the line almost well, every gotta, time. You got to realize something. What no. Belichick does for the Patriots is put in the one of the best defensive game plans. That's his roots, his defense of of, of anybody in the league. And he understands. Line. Yeah, well, and, and yes, line. yeah, that, and their offensive line are is always going to be in the top five or ten. Yeah, uh, but but basically, it's what he does with the defense. Yeah. Okay, and then he's got, to my mind, and I hate saying it because I can't stand the guy, but Brady is probably one of the best football minds in football, mm-hmm. offensively. I think Tom Brady is the best quarterback to ever play football. Absolutely. I, agree. I will say it. I agree. And I usually think- I'll argue for Johnny Unitas. It's like, I'll, I'll Johnny okay. Unitas changed the game, but I'll, nobody I'll has played it, it with the efficiency that like, Brady has. If you want to break it down, it, it gets different. Like, you know, I like I personally think that I think that Tom Brady's probably the best postseason quarterback of all time. Oh, there's no question about and that. And then Montana is the best Super Bowl quarterback of all time. Uh, never threw, never threw an interception. Just stat wise, like playing okay, in the Super Bowl. Only. Okay, is what five, five Super Bowls, four Super Bowls, four Super Bowls, four Super Bowls, Bowls four eleven touchdowns, eleven touchdowns. Never threw 11? a pick. Never, never threw a pick. pick. Did he ever fumble? I don't think he's ever turned the ball over in the Super Bowl. Okay. So just statistically wise, like, yes. it's not statistically, like, not that I remember. He threw for a lot of yards too, and I've seen yards. all of them. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't like, it wasn't like he threw for like 187 yards and right. two touchdowns. Like he threw for yards and something yeah. like that. The best regular season quarterback of all time is Peyton Manning, probably. But yeah, encompassing all of it, it's you know I got to give it to to Brady because the man who has made it to the, the Super Bowl the in is, half of his seasons, fifty well, percent of his seasons in the league, he's made it to the Super yeah. Bowl. In my in my opinion, regular season quarterback. Brady is third all time as the best regular season quarterback. No, behind uh, Manning and Breeze. I just wanted to see you twitch. Um, no, behind Manning and Breeze. Yeah. Um, 
I think Rodgers has a higher. If I were to give all, if I were to like rate quarterbacks, whether it's today's or all time, Rodgers would be higher on my list for postseason quarterback than he would regular season quarterback. You just have to make it to the postseason first. But um, like for me, like it's just for me, it's always going to be hands down Brady because like if you were to list the top, Brady's in the top three of all those, and none of the other yep. ones are in all top three. It's like we haven't, you know, like Breeze can't be the best Super Bowl quarterback of all uh, all time. He's only played him one. Yeah, he played great, but he's only played him one. Peyton Manning, not a good playoff quarterback. Yeah. Eli Manning, great playoff quarterback. Terrible regular season. <laughs> yep. It's just how it goes. But he's just, he's really good. Is Joe Flacco above or below the Andy Dalton line? They're kind of just. Well, Joe Flacco is the Andy Dalton. <laughs> <laughs> he's the new Andy Dalton. <laughs> And Andy Dalton isn't good yet. <laughs> so it's like my, my thing is is I've always I've always talked about it like for me every NFL season, you know I I kind of make this all up in my head to start. You know I have the the three tiers of quarterbacks. I have the elite eight. Yep. And then I have the serviceable eight, and then I have the yikes, which is the bottom. Yikes. And then at the end of the season, I always like to remake that. So this year, you know. Going into it, uh, you know, obviously there's been changes since the beginning of the season, but like some yikes quarterbacks for me were Trubisky, just because you know, I mean it's nothing. It's nothing against him. He just hasn't proven it. Right. You can't put him in serviceable. And I, no. And I I truly believe that the second half of the season he's going to be a ton better than he is right Andy now. Andy Nagy's Fitzpatrick was a yikes. <laughs> that obviously yeah. you know would change, but he's got to prove it that he can keep doing it. it it's every other year. It really is. For yeah. Him. He's so good. Um, I love him so much. Did you see the Fitz pro- magic? Oh, oh, he's no, he just never gives it up. But did you see no. the did you see the the post game show that he did after the the win last week? No. Oh my god! He, he yes. took um, so he took Deshaun Jackson's cargo shorts and his like leather running jacket, yeah. and all his gold jewelry, and he came out looking like <laughs> Conor McGregor to do. The <laughs> and they were like, they're like, he's like, ah, I can only take he's, two more he's questions. Crazy he goes, yeah. These are all these are all DJX clothes. I got to give them back to him. They're like, is it one of the reporters? He can't is, leave is, yet. <laughs> is, any, is any of because he's got the thing cut like you know it's like cut open like this or whatever? They're like, is any of that yours? He goes, the chest hair's mine. <laughs> he, he's living his best life right now. Oh, yeah, oh. He is. but yeah, but. Even when he doesn't have a good season, he's exactly like that in an interview. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, okay, I mean, fun. he just—he's—he's just—he's a guy who's living the life. He's out there yeah. having fun. Yeah. That's the thing. He's out there having the best time every week. It's yep. just like Josh McCown. Yeah, like Josh McCown goes out there every week, whether he plays or he doesn't. He's just so excited to be in an NFL stadium, dressed up on Sunday to play football, and he was having fun. That's yep. why he did well when he backed up for Cutler. Right. That's what you know. That's. He that's God. I remember that year when he came in back in for Cutler. Which one? Did twice. Twice. <laughs> Did he do it twice? Yeah. 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 That's why he had a bear twice. Was was relatively successful both times. Yeah. And then, but <laughs> right before he went to the Browns, then. So like for me, I mean, like, there was a there was a while there where, where the the people in Chicago wanted McCown. Oh, I remember yeah. that's, that's over what I'm Cutler. talking about. Well, well, Hoyer too. Yeah. Hoyer too. <laughs> uh, Hoyer. But like AJ. Um, he looks like AJ. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> My thing is, always, like, the Elite Eight always kind of stays the same for me to start a season. For me, it's always Brady, Rodgers, Breeze, uh, Stafford, just because of what he does with the football. I mean, he started off slow this year, but, like, Stafford... Like, I love Stafford. If he's down by if he if he's down by two scores or less going into the fourth quarter, you might as well just take it count as an L for your team. Pretty much. The guy is just an amazing fourth quarter quarterback. Yeah, yeah he is. Uh, does he have Phillip Rivers? Yeah. So, Phillip Rivers... Um, who else do I throw on that list? There was oh, Ben Falcons, Ben 
Um, I don't ever put Matt Ryan in there. I always put him on the top of the serviceable list. Because what about Russell Wilson? He has up and downs years. Yep, Russell Wilson's always in that list because he's, because of the mobility and the, the ability to keep plays alive. And he's just... He's so good at doing Except that against the Bears oh, last week. <laughs> yeah. See, I hate Russell Wilson. See, listen, your With list is so not complete. Much... It needs to it needs to be realtered since last week. Number one on your Elite Eight, Baker Mayfield. Right no. at the top. No, 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 no. He's no no. No, <laughs> no he's number two. If you take Magic is one. You're taking Nathan Peterman with him. <laughs> oh no. Um yeah, I hate Russell Wilson, and not a lot of people actually know the real reason as to why I hate Russell Wilson. Do you hate I... him because he's from Wisconsin? Nope. <laughs> and it's not even his fault why I hate him. But do you want to know why I hate him? Okay. Uncle Bob, do you want to know why I hate yes, Russell I Wilson? Yes, I do. I want to know why you hate Russell Wilson so much. This is rookie year. Okay. And he scrambles out of the pocket. Yep. PTSD, hold on. Um, <laughs> Charles Tillman is covering one of the receivers in the flat. Yeah. He dives at Russell Wilson's legs to make a make a tackle, but gets hit in the process going to it, so he doesn't get to wrap him up. Russell yep. Wilson breaks free. Russell Wilson puts on a juke, juke move and gets around Lance Briggs. Turns it up the sideline. Which is a hell of a trick. He's, he's, he's yep. passing the first down marker now. But in the shadows, the monster of the midway, Brian Urlacher, comes running up the field at his 85-year-old self at the time. <laughs> Full speed as fast as he can, trying to chase down Russell Wilson. 6-7 uh, speed. <laughs> he he goes, he dives, hits Russell Wilson, grabs him, wraps him up while he's also getting hit by a defender, or a uh, receiver. Brings him out of bounds. Russell Wilson has just ripped off a 35-yard run, but Erlacher stopped what would look like it was going to be a touchdown. Brian Erlacher doesn't get back up. Brian Erlacher never plays a snap of NFL football again. What happened? I think he tore his pectorals. Ooh. I think yeah. that was what happened. Yeah. That was his injury yeah. on the on the tackle because he got hit when he got he he was lung, he was going forward into him. He had wrapped up his arms around him, and then a receiver a receiver came in and was was hitting him up. Yeah, and while he was still holding oh, down, that's and a good way to do his that. Pectorals, and that was the last snap of NFL football Brian Urlacher ever saw. Shouldn't you be more mad at the receiver that caused that than Russell Wilson? No. Okay. Because if Russell Wilson didn't didn't have the escapability he had, the play never would have happened. And that receiver is probably playing up in Calgary right now, so yeah, he's he's got the punishment. So sad. I do <laughs> remember that play. Because <laughs> that was the year that the Bears' defense was going fucking sick on defensive touchdowns. Yeah, that remember that was we had we had two pick sixes against Romo. Oh, and yeah, that, was, that was that was that was the year that in at a six seven speed Brian Urlacher picked off a. Uh, fuck, who was the quarterback for the Titans then? Was it Hasselbeck? No, it was Locker still. God, was it Jake Locker? Yeah, it was still Jake Locker. <laughs> he, he picked him off, though, and returned it like 47 yards, hurling an offensive lineman, <laughs> taking it to the house. Chris, oh. what a memory. Jake Locker. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know why? Because Chris liked him. Yeah. Chris, Chris and Kyle would be really good friends because they have a list of quarterbacks that this is the next big guy that has sucked pa- ass. Never pans out. So, how's Garoppolo doing? Garoppolo's pizza is not <laughs> serving up any slices of defeat this year. But this week, you watch out, Kyle. I know he's not here, but Garoppolo's pizza is about to serve you up a slice. We burnt the crust last week, too. Yeah. <laughs> but you just wait. His fantasy hope, team name is Garoppolo's Pizza. I hope he tears both of his ACLs oh, my God. consecutively. Oh, no, come on. Uh, don't wish that upon him. That's not fair. I don't like him. That's fine, but you guys are so much light years better than his team. 
So here's the thing that I need you to understand. Here's the thing I need you to understand, Chris. <laughs> they have a bottom 10 defense, and the best player that's not Gar- oh, God, Garoppolo on that team is 47,000-year-old Pierre Garçon. Yeah. That's the best player on their team. Yeah, Ruby Foster's pretty good. No. Um, the best player Here's on their what team. I need you to understand. You remember when Jeff Fisher was coaching the Rams? Yeah. Who could forget? <laughs> Unfortunately not me. That will be burned into my mind for the not rest of my life. Not enough people. <laughs> I became a Rams fan the year that they hired Jeff Fisher. Just remember this, though. Just remember. <sighs> Poor yeah. man. Jeff Fisher. Brian Quick. Hold on. Chris Givens. Chris Givens. Who's my favorite player, Paul? Why am I blanking on D-back. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, Finnegan. Yeah. Call it Finnegan, yeah. Finnegan. So here's the thing. Um, and <laughs> Danny Amendola. So the thing that I'm most happy with um, is Jeff Fisher is now tied the most losingest coach in NFL history. Mm-hmm. They fired him before he could become the losingest coach in NFL history. That makes me so happy that he couldn't even get that record. Um, well, they did him justice. He'll coach again. <laughs> he uh, will. He'll be back. He's coaching, uh, high school, he's coaching high school football right yeah, now. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, but, yeah, but guess who was doing that before? Josh McCown. Yeah. I'm, not putting, I'm not putting Fisher out on the field. Um, right, he was a tight end. But no, he was a cornerback, right? He was a cornerback for yeah, that. He was a cornerback, did a lot of punt returns. For the um, 85 Bears. Yes. You know, can you name the other head coach uh, that was on the 85 Bears? Uh, Dicka wasn't on the Bears at that time, was he? Dicka was the coach. Rivera. Uh, sorry, Ron you said Rivera. The 85 Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera, Panthers linebacker. Oh, I knew that. I knew he coached <laughs> with Fisher. Um, I'm sorry, I was thinking back in the day, back, back in the day. Um, but when. We would play any other team. We would suck. When we go to Seattle, we would play up to their level and usually beat them. That it's like, is it's like Cleveland. Yeah. For Pittsburgh. That is the 49ers to us. They will always play up to our level. But see, but that's how it goes, though. That's the thing. Is it every every division has a team like that? Like the doesn't matter how good the Ravens are or how good the Bengals are, they always play really, really good against each other. Just like the Steelers can be 15-0 team, but they will play down to the Browns that are 0-15. Yes. That's how they go. And we talked about it last week. The Chicago Bears always, always put up a great game against the Green Bay Packers, and they always struggle against Detroit. Yes. Always. Yep. It doesn't matter what the records are. It doesn't matter who's – I mean, we could, they could literally put Dante Culpepper on the <laughs> Vikings, and we would still struggle because it's a division game. All those teams play really well within the division. Yep. Look at a uh, fucking um, – New Orleans. New Orleans always has issues with Tampa Bay. Always. Every single year. When was well, the that last time division. Tampa Bay was that really good? That entire division. Yeah. That entire division is just so messed up. Yeah. Just like... It, it, is it an even year right now? Yeah. If I could be any team in the NFL, if I could be any team in the NFL, you know who I'd want to be? I'd want to be whoever the worst team that year is in the NFC East. Because yeah. everybody plays down to the worst team in the NFC East. Yep. <laughs> That's just how you go into it. Okay, Giants finally have everybody back. They look healthy. The defense is in shape. The Cowboys, they lost some pieces, but they still have arguably the best running back in football. They have a young quarterback. They got some speedy receiver. Tay went awesome. Um, but they have some. Spe- he caught a 67 uh, yard mm-hmm. touchdown pass. But they I was have, very happy for him. They <laughs> have some speedy receivers, a, you know, a good linebacking core, even though they're still shaken up a little bit on the, the secondary side. 
you know, the Redskins, you know, and a don't, serviceable quarterback. Right. Don't sleep on the Redskins. They have a quarterback that's smart and doesn't turn the football over. Is Heineken a twist off? No. No. Okay. Just making sure. Uh, <laughs> um, I feel kind of stupid. Uh, you know, but the, that's you know the Redskins. They have like a, they have a smart quarterback that doesn't turn the football over. They have a potential good running back duo if Peterson can stay healthy, type of thing. Alex Smith, you know, doesn't matter who he's throwing the ball to. Those are their, those receivers are always going to get Ryan open. Quick, but you know the defense is serviceable. You know it's not going to play lights out, but it's not going to be a, a wash up type of thing. And then uh, get the Giants. No, and then the Eagles. You know, like whatever type of you know the same Super Bowl contender. Also, it's like, but doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Whoever the worst team in that division is has just as much Everybody. chance of winning that division as the best team. Yes, they do. Every team in the division plays down to them. Always, always, every single year. I want to know when the last time a, a team in that division went undefeated went six and zero in the division. Uh, Kendall, I can't pr- remember. Probably when we were in maybe maybe in high school. Right, I don't even know. Last well, no, because when the no, because when we were in high school, the Giants were like the better team. This is back why, in the eighties. I think the Giants did it twice. This is why I want Chris on the show all the time because he will pull up the stat immediately. Mike Mock tries to, to do that. Mike Mock tries to do that. <laughs> and look who's sitting in Mike Mock's chair. <laughs> you hear Chris that, Mock? I'm just joking. Chris Mock. Chris Mock. Can we merge you into one person? Yeah, that hurts. Yeah. Can we call you Mike Massey? No. <laughs> Mike <laughs> Massey. Oh God. Oh, I feel itchy all of a sudden. It's <laughs> uh, uh, too funny. Mike Massey, Rita Souls. Ooh. Yeah. Paul Reed. That, that works though. I think you know. It's, it's a very plain last name yeah. that I have. What we were talking about? I was talking to Smith uh, about how I was going to take her last name. Because it sounds like I'm running for mayor. Hi, I'm Paul Kalani, and I approve this message. Yeah, it sounds I'd, like I'm running for office. I'd vote for you. Yeah, good. I wouldn't. Free beer for everyone. It's a good platform to run on. Hey, free beer I for everyone. Like... Football seven days a week. You voting for me, Chris? Sure, why not? All right. See? <laughs> Maybe he was a swing vote right there. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Bob. Yeah. For you, uh, NBC airs all Cubs games. Okay. So you can just pick it up on standard television without having to pay for that baseball thing. Yeah. Well, I don't pay for the baseball thing. I get the I get the baseball. I get all sports for twenty six dollars a year. Any every game that's going. Fresh brewed coffee and <laughs> and top notch black and tans. I actually have. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> you got my vote. Sweet the deal for him. <laughs> Pete Cowboys jerseys yeah. for everyone. Talking <laughs> about the Cubs. Yep. They you you do realize they're playing in the best division in baseball. Yeah. Okay. You're gonna I really, have. I thought for a while the Brewers were gonna take it. Well, and they still could because yeah. it, the Cubs only have a two and a half game lead. Yeah. Okay. And truthfully, I mean, I think Cubs will. I mean, you're gonna have three teams from the Nash, uh, the Central in the, in the playoffs. Right now, both the Cardinals, the Brewers, and the Cubs are in the playoffs. Yeah. If if the game if the season ended today, on top of that. I think the bottom team in their division, which is uh, the Reds, the Reds. Yeah, the Reds are awful. <laughs> but they they though. still. <laughs> I mean, if you look at the last place team in every division, mm-hmm. the Reds are still better than yeah. um, than I think all but one. Okay, and it's like, how do you? Ha- <laughs> I mean, Especially too the, the first part too is that it's the biggest division. Well, don't what they do you have, mean? Don't don't they, have five? they have five. Yeah. When they moved the 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 Astros, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it went even. It went even. Yeah, yeah. It's even now. 
Yeah, gotcha, every, gotcha. every division has five. Hey, um, real quick, I know Chris, you had a stat you're going to tell us. Yep. Um, did you see there's a potential for a, in the NL, a three-team, like, wild card? It's like a, like a nightmare scenario where three teams could make, like, the wild card and they're going to have to kind of do, like, a rotation. Each team's got to play each other to determine who has home field. Yeah. That could happen. I looked it up. It's confusing. Like, oh, with, with a tie. Yeah, if three yeah. teams have finished with the same record. I, I would like to see that, but it just seems like a disaster. Well, yeah, because they really, the playoffs, you don't have a week off between the play, end of the season right, and, and the playoffs. And if you're playing the wild card, your best pitcher, your, your, your ace is on the mound. So oh, you have oh to... you're, you're talking about baseball. Okay, I yeah. thought you were talking about football. No, 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 no. Oh. Yeah, well, no, there's, there's games off. And I mean, that's, that's just regular season. Yeah. You're talking that. But now that, that screws up the, the, uh, the, the pitching rotation for the first series. Yeah. Well, and, and like like you said too, because if you have to play two games, you, yeah, you, it like, means your ace is only pitching one. Yeah, you got to determine like, well, hey, do we we play the second our our second guy first and hope something good happens to have our ace ready for wild card? It's it's interesting, but yeah. that's going to push the start of the of the uh, first series, the uh, division series yeah. off. Yeah, uh, could be a couple of days because I think they only have the what two days between the end of the season and the beginning. Of the playoffs, I think so. The, yeah, the, you know the wild card playoff game, and if they have a, a three way tie, they got to play. <laughs> could you imagine? Hey, we got to meet in a neutral location. We got to bang these games well, it out. Could end up. It could end up with just the two games, if one team wins the first two games. Right. Okay, but if it doesn't, if they if they end up splitting, you could be looking at a, a yeah. three or four game series <laughs> between three teams, which would be awesome. Here's what I think. Not an inning baseball game, but a top, a middle, and a bottom. Team A pitches to Team B. Team B pitches to Team C. <laughs> team C pitches to Team A. Play one game. Whoever gets the most runs wins. I like this. Yeah. <laughs> it, it might work. Hey, it's worth a shot. It'd be really interesting to watch. I'd, I'd, I'd pay well, I mean, that. this could be a very historical year. That's all. Or what if you do it yeah. this way? Team A pitches and team A pitches and catches. Team B fields. Team C hits. <laughs> oh. Then team B pitches. Team C fields and team A hits. That way, the two you know, because obviously both teams you know the teams that aren't hitting want to win. Yeah. So they're gonna you know the pitcher is gonna pitch his best stuff. Yeah. And the defense is gonna play their best defense. Now, when you say pitches, that's the pitcher and catcher. Yep. Okay. Pitcher and catcher, and then the infield minus the catcher, and the outfield are the other team. Or you could even, or you could even do a whole infield and an outfield. <laughs> that's that's here we go. In, all right, let's let's break it down even more. Pitcher, catcher, base coaches, team A. Oh, <laughs> for, for you listening at home, are you taking notes? <laughs> yeah. Get your scorecards ready. Imagine the game score. Imagine the game card for that. Notes. Yeah. All right, team B error, team A no run scored on team B error. Team A, two ERA average, doesn't affect Team B, stolen bases for I think Team they'd C. have to make new stats. There'd have to be, you know. That'd be awesome. You know what be really cool? Some catcher, I guarantee you if they did it that way, would have the only stat probably in the history forever, say it was whoever, whatever catcher, would be the only person to ever throw out a base runner to somebody not on their team. 
That'd be pretty that cool. Would be if the catcher throws, <laughs> if the catcher picks you off trying to steal second, the catcher from Team A is throwing it to the shortstop on Team B. So he threw you out to a different team. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's awesome. That's true. Nobody that's else a, is going to have that stat. That's a good point. <laughs> if that was even a thought in the MLB, as the catcher, I'd be like, I want this. Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, that'd be so awesome. So to answer and just question, think about it. Just think think of like a, think what a bench clearing brawl would look like. That would be awesome. Yeah. Who do you take swings at? I mean, they'd have to build a temporary dugout. They just take the bullpen. That's the third that's the third dugout. <laughs> oh yeah, but see that's uh, too far. In Chicago now the bullpen's under the stadium. Is it? Yeah. Oh. They moved it there last year. They moved both of them there. Less Cubs, I see the better. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I don't. And that's the, the crooked one. The crooked one. <laughs> you want to see some crooked fingers? Look at this guy's hands. Show him. I got some. Uh, little bit. Come on now. Uh, that, that's that's unique, is what that is. Well, that's just that's just gonna be you you in a few years. <laughs> it's kind of forms into that. And it's starting on this hand. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this one's. I mean, I don't hate the Cubs. It's just you know. It's fun to. Yeah. It's always fun when you have like Raz, a, a in, in city rival you can yep. shit on. That's right. You're a White Sox fan. You see, that's what I don't get. I I lived in Chicago, and man, I loved both teams. Yeah. The White Sox and the Cubs. I loved them. I would go. I would get tickets to to where when I, whoever was home, and I wanted to see both of them win and be successful. Oh, I mean, I I would love that. Like, don't get me wrong. I I would. There's nothing I'd love more than to watch the White Sox and the Cubs in the World Series. Together. Well, I, I I don't know if that'll ever happen, but I well, would love to see it. The first three weeks of last season, everyone thought it was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when the White Sox won 20 of their first like 25 games and then lost the next 100. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. But like, I mean, I I I don't, I don't dislike it. It's just like I said. It's just like you know, it's. It's fun to have that team, especially like across uh, right. rival. It's like the Yankees for you, right? Like, well, I mean, you actually dislike the Yankees though. But you yeah, have a so lot of reasons to. It, yeah, it's just, you know. But it's different. I have the best reason in the world to. What? They fired Yogi Berra. Okay, after he took them to the ninth, the the seventh game of the World Series, they lose to Mazeroski on that ninth inning home run. They fired him. Two days later. <laughs> okay, and I mean it's like. Chris, you Yankees. And then who did they hire? Cardinals fan. Ashley's. Who did they hire? Ralph Hout. And they had the five worst years in the history of the Yankees under <laughs> Ralph Hall. Yeah, I, I didn't even know that name. I gotta, yeah. <laughs> oh, Chris, did you get your stat? Yeah. Sorry, we completely went off the rail on that. That's all right. So, the last team to go undefeated in the NFC East. Division or undefeated? D- defi- div- division. Uh, okay. In division, yeah. Sorry, stumbling over words. I was like, none. <laughs> um... Last team to do that was the 2004 Philadelphia Eagles. Oh. The closest team to have gotten or to almost gotten to that point were last year's Philadelphia Eagles. Five and one. Who dropped the ball at six and oh, the last game of the season against the Cowboys. Oh, wow. Six to nothing. So that was Foles' only loss, right? Yeah. In 2004, that was Donovan McNabb for Philadelphia. Yeah. Wow. Was that the, the NFC that the East? They lost to the Patriots? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was. That's crazy. Both Super Bowl years. I was say I knew it wasn't the Giants because didn't both times the Giants beat the Patriots? Weren't they the wild card? Yes. Yes. Yeah. 
Yes. The Bulldogs barely so. squeaked in. The Giants, think, the Giants made one of those appearances on a muffed punt by the 49ers. <laughs> Both times I think oh, Cowboys I won the that. division, I think. Yeah. New chair. Peter needs a new chair. We're talking and randomly it would just kind of sink. <laughs> <laughs> Do we want to throw out some uh, predictions? For what, this week? Sure. No, that's the last hour. That was it? Yeah. We, we, we can talk. Well, do you want to do a break? you want to keep flowing? What do, up to you. I'm good. I got beer. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, uh, well we got to do, um, we're going to come back next hour, because um, uh, you got your list of some quarterback stuff you want to talk about. Yeah. Ooh, all right. Uh, Chris Massey's going to do a little bit of fantasy talk. Some, that he is. Some starts and sits for the week. I'll have you guys look at my team. God, I need, I need help. Yeah, you do. I need help. <laughs> Lot of it, um, Uncle Bob. Yeah. Do you have anything you'd like to talk about the next hour? Well, I'd like to talk about basketball. It's coming, man. Yeah. yeah it's going to be coming. Yeah. So we're going to talk. We'll talk some basketball. Season. Basketball sounds good. We're going to talk some basketball. And of course, the Bulls. <laughs> Doubles. God, Jabari Doubles. Parker's so ugly. <laughs> what? Jabari Parker's so ugly. Yeah. Uh, please tune in the next hour when we find out that Kevin Durant has been traded to the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah. <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> yeah, we'll, take, we'll take a break. We'll take an extended second hour. Um, yeah, we got some exciting stuff talking about. Ooh, return of Khalil Mack. That's right. Ooh. Do the Bears play the Raiders at all this year? <laughs> no, but that would be yeah. fucking hilarious. Yes. Especially like you know because oh, yeah. that, that would be that would be the one that where Khalil Mack tears his ACL. Yeah, we'll be back shortly. And now. Back to getting sports with drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by assholes, all yeah. of them. What's up? A whole bunch of them. A I'm a bunch. flaming one. <laughs> <laughs> a flaming one. <laughs> um, Love it. Yeah, so we're back. Uh, we're still joined here by Uncle Bob. Yeah. And the Mass. What up, Mike Massey? Mike Massey. Ugh. Such an ugly name. It's so I horrendous. will not be returning. Oh, and the, of, course, of course the Red Baron. <laughs> <laughs> Rita's here, but you know, she's too enthralled with looking at children's books online to talk with us about WWE. I stuff. really thought you were going to go in a very different direction with that. We're not going to talk WWE stuff anymore because I had this whole segment for Undertaker Kane, but she doesn't care. Um, so that's the end of that, I guess. You got her attention right there. Well, she's too busy, you know, looking like a hamster right now with all that coffee in her mouth. Um, so yeah, so, uh, let's do, uh, uh what? We're Facebook Live. We are Facebook Live. Facebook Live, hooray. I'll go share it. Um, way, uh, talk with us. Converse. Talk with us. Chat with us. Hi, Peter. Sure hey, Peter. Peter. I'm sure you're there already. Who's Peter? Peter Who's Peter? <laughs> oh, my God. PPRN. <laughs> I Peter Pinhole Peter Radio Network. He's your father. My father? He's all of our father. All right. Um, so father of our second. radio careers that makes me your grandfather. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uncle grandfather Bob. <laughs> Where do you think the Chicago roots come from? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uncle grandfather Bob. <laughs> Uncle grandfather Bob. I love it. Uncle grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Souls family. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh. Let's see. Peter's there. Hi, Peter. Or is that you? Uh. No. No. It, it's it's Peter. Oh, okay. Hi, Peter. Hi, Peter. Hey, Peter. Enjoy working. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what we're doing? We're drinking beer and coffee. Yeah. On a Sunday. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. See, here's the thing. I think that there's some swinging going on. I think Peter and Rebecca are shacking up, and I think Kendall and Ricky are shacking up. Mm. 
I get the series. Because, like, every time we go to the hi, Peter, hi, Rebecca, oh, my God, hi. And then, you know, Kendall's always just happening to go to, you know, Ricky's Ricky, work yeah. after the show to drop off the modem. But yeah. somehow dropping off the modem takes 45 minutes. Yeah. You know, he tries to tell me that he's embalming a cat, but. <laughs> wow oh my god we're gaining viewers <laughs> but uh paul riddell the next colin coward that's me oh god that, that was worse than what he said I know. Yeah, that guy's got a great voice though great voice yes yes he does yeah, yeah. all right so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk some basketball this hour we're gonna talk a little bit about fantasy football the mass wants to weigh in on some of his fantasy stardom sims um, so let's kick off with that. Let's go, let's go right into that. All right. Um, so we've got some intriguing matchups, which we'll get to in the, the third hour, our, uh, our NFL season long third hour predictions. Uncle Bob, were you, if you were a fan of those last week? Yeah. Yeah. I think I also did pretty well. Yeah. Aside right. from the, uh, the Dallas game. Yeah, I, I would say uh, so. We all dumped on that one. Oh yeah. <laughs> but that was like week one when we all just sat here and we were like. Do we really have to talk New Orleans, Tampa, uh, New Orleans, <laughs> New Orleans, a hundred Tampa 10. Yeah. Sure enough, we didn't even leave the studio, and Tampa was up 14 points. I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, what happened? Uh, it's magic happened, baby. Yeah. So we'll, we'll go right down the line. Uh, so quarterbacks, you got to give me, give me a couple starts and sits. Well, you got the obvious one. You got Patrick Mahomes uh, going up against a uh, bottom feeder defense in the San Francisco 49ers, so you should absolutely be starting him. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with a dark horse pick here. Yeah, uh, Peter did do well with the score on the Dallas game. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he, he and right he'll there. remind us of that. He just did. If he did, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with a dark horse here. I'm going to go, uh, you should be starting Ryan Tannehill this week against the Oakland Raiders. Mm-hmm. Raiders like have that. not shown anything to me on their defense. And I think Parker's back this week. Yes. So, yeah. gives him another weapon. Yes, absolutely. And he's been utilizing and skills I, well. And I, I I just believe that he's an underrated quarterback this uh and has been. He just he is good. he's, he's sneaky good. Uh for me, he's a start this week because he's going out against the uh Medicaid sponsored Oakland Raiders defense. <laughs> so what are we saying? They're bad or something? <laughs> um I'll do the sleepers for each position. Do the sleepers? All so, right. Do, we'll do two starts, two busts. Sure. Two starts, two, 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 two starts, two sits. All right, so who, who's sitting for quarterback? Uh, sitting for quarterback, I am sitting whoever is playing uh, for the Titans this week. I don't think Mariota's back. Why are they playing? Uh, they are playing the Jaguars. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nope. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, Delaney, no Delaney Walker, no bueno. Yeah. That could be a shout out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and and uh, I believe I'm going to uh, be the obvious one. Do not play Josh Allen this week, please. Playing up against that Vikings defense. Good Lord. I, I, I worry for his health. This could be where he becomes the greatest quarterback of all time. This is his indoctrination <laughs> for, for a week. Right here. He is going to pass Nathan Peterman for the most picks in the first ten minutes. Right. <laughs> it could be. Uh, so I'll do. I'll do quarterback sleeper of the week. Uh, uh, Mitch, Mitch Trubisky. Well, okay. yeah, he's going like up against. Uh, yeah, he's going up against the Arizona D. Thirtieth ranked defense. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. You know, and he he has shown through two weeks that he loves Allen Robinson. Yep. And Gabriel Gabriel's got speed and Burton, and he's got the the two backs are starting to prove well. So I, I would look for uh, I would look for Trubisky to really start. Um, I I wouldn't. Is Tariq still injured. I think he's, he's playing, playing hurt. Yeah, I think he's playing hurt. Okay. Um, my thing though, uh, don't don't panic on it if you do decide to start him. If you're like in a deep league, you know, or whatever, and you need someone to go. 
Uh, I wouldn't. I, I think. I think the Bears are going to try to go back to Chicago Bears football. I think they're going to hit the ground running this year. Yeah, this absolutely. Week. And then I think they're going to really try to get Trubisky working hard on that, perfecting that play action, because he's probably got the meanest teams Cast for play to action. Do that, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I think the Rams will give him a little bit of a challenge on that. Yeah, but the, see, the reason I say that we have the meanest is because we have two running backs that can catch. We have John Kelly. Who? <laughs> we'll be on. All right, running backs. Your running backs. Uh, Dalvin Cook is out this week, so I'm going to tell you, you should start Latavius Murray. I have him. He's starting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as he should, um, I really feel like the Vikings are just going to pound the ball this week just to... Why, why wouldn't they? You're going to be able to run through the Bills' defense, and you'll be able to minimize the turnovers on that. So you're going to... Look for him to score about two touchdowns, I think, and probably get about 100 yards on the ground. You hear that, Souls? Serving up a slice. Murray style. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. I'm just going to pee in this and you're going to drink it. That's fine. <laughs> Send it. Uh, next up is TJ Yeldon for the Jaguars going up Sad. against the Titans. Now, Fournette is going to be out for the foreseeable future, unfortunately, it looks like. Um that hamstring is probably going to dog him all week. Reports came out this week and said. So, uh, Yeldon is pretty good uh, pickup in some fantasy leagues if you had Fournette. I also have Yeldon. <laughs> <laughs> Kendall's uh, Kendall's uh, been, the, the backups have been really sitting on the bench. I've, I've acquired a lot of backup running backs who are now starters this week. <laughs> all right, what about your uh, what about your sit-ums? Sit-ums. Uh, this week, I'm sitting uh, Melvin Gordon against the Rams. Because uh, if we look at the last six quarters that the LA Rams have played football, all goose eggs. No points allowed. Granted, you know, it was the Rangers and the Cardinals. <laughs> but uh, you get that uh, scary-ass D-line with uh, Brockers and Sue. Ain't nobody running up in the middle on those two. Mm. Um, 49ers, I'm benching Breda. I'm not trusting him to run against that defense. They're going to force him into the pass. Just They're going to be playing behind. Fair. 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 Who do you got for sleepers? Giovanni Bernard. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fine. Mix in. I don't know what he... Mix in now. You know, the, the Bengals running backs are never like a, a must-start guy anyway. <laughs> in, and, in any situation. <laughs> but, you know, the, the they have A.J. Green, and they've got other, you know, weapons that Dalton likes to, to hit, so it makes the play action... Uh, uh, a thing that they like to do, and the only way to get play action going is to run the football. Giovanni Bernard has good hands out of the backfield. He's a very good, you know, and he's always been a serviceable guy for that team. Yeah, he knows sure. the playbook inside and out. He was upgraded to the full, full snap count running back this week in practice. He took full practice reps all week long, and not that he needed him because, like I said, this guy knows the the playbook inside and out. As long as you know Marvin Lewis isn't fired, he'll be starting some point <laughs> like, during the season. And I'm sorry, who are the Bengals playing? I the Bengals this week are playing the Panthers. Panthers. I don't think the Panthers' defense hasn't been wow uh, hasn't wowed me at this this they're, year. They're mid they're mid season yeah. form. They're not doing anything special right. yet. And so I you know and the secondary for me is not great. No. So they're gonna they're gonna probably be double teaming Green, and uh, that's just gonna open up underneath things for mm-hmm. Giovanni Bernard. Fair. Wide receivers. Wait, what about your sleepers besides Giovanni Bernard? Do you have any I only do one. Oh, you only do one. One. All right, we're talking wide receivers now. Uh, starting, I'm going to go with a bit of a homer pick on this one, even though he's not in my league. Cooper Cup. New. No. <laughs> Brandon Cooks. Gross. 
Brandon Cooks has been missed on a couple of deep deep play action shots by Jared Goff, but I but still fourth in the league in receiving yards. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I think this is the week that they finally connect. Casey Hayward can only cover one of those three receivers, and I think he's going to be focused on the shorter routes on Woods and everything. Let the safeties cover him. Uh, Cooks is going to go off for two touchdowns and 150 yards. Wow. Hmm. I'm calling it now. All right. Oh. Second one? Uh, second receiver. Some bold-ass shit, Chris. <laughs> uh, second receiver. I'm going with um, Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley of the Falcons. Up against? Going up against the Saints. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Playing a division yep. <laughs> game. Playing a division game. Calvin Ridley has been uh, been getting looked at more and more as the season's well, gone on. I have on. to because they're double teaming everybody else. Exactly. <laughs> so the, and this kid's a rook, so. Exactly. And I, I could be wrong for this in the long run, but I dropped the Saints defense because they. Not, not these first few weeks. Did, you're did, not wrong. They have not appeared to be uh, in. I traded. I traded San Diego's de- or Denver's defense and Danny Amendola. Or no, I traded Chris Hogan and uh, Denver's defense before the season started <laughs> to get my Chicago Bears defense back. And then and now Mike Mock's brother's really mad at me because they've scored more <laughs> points than like everybody except the quarterbacks on this team. <laughs> the Bears defense has put up forty five points in two weeks. <laughs> um, let's see for Sidums. I'm going to go for let's see. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna want to go ahead and just sit everybody that just everybody everybody okay. in the a- AFC South. Everybody in the AFC South is sitting this week. That's it. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, everybody. <laughs> Thanks. I, I have a question about uh, Goodwin from the 49ers' health. Goodwin, um, Goodwin, I believe is expected to start today. He's going up against the Chiefs' defense. Uh, Eric Berry's probably going to be covering over the top a lot. Um, he gets hit. He's going out of the game. I'm just calling that now. He's fast. So do, he's do, not durable. Do you recommend with an injured Goodwin to not play him at all? I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> I have one friend. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. Uh, you got Jimmy G throwing the ball. They're going to be playing from behind, so they're going to be throwing to Goodwin a lot. And they're going to be deep shots. All right. What do you have to lose? Yeah, who do you I, have I on your bench? I just, well, <laughs> here's my receivers. I have uh, Golden Tate, okay. Goodwin, and Cooper Cup. Those are my receivers. I uh, would Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Um, Cooper, Cooper, Cup. Cooper, Cooper Cup. So definitely start Cooper Cup over. Uh, How did this turn into like like AA of fantasy football for Kendall right now? I don't know. <laughs> I'm in a dark place right now. Kendall, let's put it this way. Everybody on your team, sit <laughs> You know, it's funny. I've, I've done this every year. Chris Gregg is not playing for any foreseeable future. On the app now in Yahoo Fantasy, you can't even – there's not even an option to, to do anything with Gregg. It just – it's you know the, the circle around the player? It's just, just a, a blank thing on, on the roster. So I can cut him, but I can't do anything else with him. He's just, he's just on my roster as a <laughs> – that's funny. Just put him in your IR spot. I can't. Bell is in my IR spot. <laughs> oh, you took Bell. You yep. took him with the tenth pick. And that was I, before we knew when he was going to sign. So when he, if he was I, or wasn't going to sign. I'm not. All right, that's that's. I'm a not making risk. any excuses. I think I had Bell's going to retire. There's no way. He'll come back week ten, and then they'll I, they won't have anything towards him. I'm not making any excuses. I had a horrible draft. He's going to retire. But I was set up in. I was like, okay, Bell. Bell will be a man. He'll he'll come play week one. No, that, that would. Well. I, 
this was before the season started. So I took, I think, Julio Jones with my first pick, and I yeah. took Bell because I had the back-to-back. At that point, I'm, I'm playing with the, 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 the 10, 11 pick, you know, the yep. end of every round. And then what happened was somebody drafted a defense, and then everyone, like, freaked out. Not not Riddler or Souls or anybody like that, but it's like, kind of like the, the other people in our Everybody league. Else, yeah. They kind of, like, panicked. And it kind of set chaos to the, <laughs> the league. And it was just a disaster for me afterwards. I'm sorry, we have a 13-person league, and I remember my very first year that I was in the draft, uh, probably four years ago, my uncle took Jeremy Shockey with a fourth-round pick. No, mm. with a second-round pick. And Gross. everybody freaked out. Who did that? One of my uncles. Is your uncle's name Rebecca Sanderson? <laughs> uh, anyway, please continue. Um, one more uh, stardom this week. No, you're two stardoms. I'm going to throw one more in. All right, go ahead. Nelson Aguilar. Nelson Aguilar? Yeah. Okay. Got right. Carson Wentz coming back this week. TD bombs for days. Uh, and I'm really struggling with if I should start him or not. <sighs> All right, go ahead. Sit T.Y. Hilton. Just, just sit him. Where's your point? Uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, but the defense hasn't looked lights out. No. Sit T.Y. Hilton. No, they haven't. Going to put pressure on Lucky. He's going to miss T.Y. Hilton on a couple deep bombs. Any other sleepers? Uh, yeah, go for sleepers for wide receivers. Oh, Josh Gordon all day. Absolutely. <laughs> Josh Gordon all day. If you have him on your team, start him. I flash, am, return of the flash. I am starting Tom Brady in every league I have him just because Josh Gordon's on that team now. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's only going to get better for the Patriots because now they have Josh Gordon for week three, who's going to play good, but probably not great. Um, he's probably going to still get like, you know, seven receptions for like 80 yards and a touchdown. Probably. But then week four, he's probably going to play absolute lights out because he'll have the playbook under his belt. And then just in time for everyone to start double teaming him, Julian Edelman comes back for week five. <laughs> so the Patriots are on their way to a nice AFC championship game. So, so um, standard for them. Yep. So, uh, yeah, Josh Gordon, sleeper. But don't sleep on him. But he's a sleeper. Tight ends. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we picked a bad week not to do private stock. <laughs> we, we've been Correction, we picked a I, great week not to do it. <laughs> Riddle and I have been wheeling and dealing on some corny stuff. Um, his name always escapes me whenever I try to think of it. I think it's Jermaine Gresham, Cardinals tight end. As a, as a start? Yeah. Wow. Against the Bears? Yeah. Could you elaborate? We're done here. <laughs> Bob, we got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah. I just think that's I, – I, I would sit him. <laughs> start him? I'm going to start him against that Bears defense. Starting Jermaine Gresham? Yeah. He's an old man now. I know. I think this is the first time Jermaine Gresham's ever been on a starter. <laughs> I think this is the first time he's ever been mentioned on this show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, seriously, go back to the going back to the real starters. Um, <laughs> he uh, just did, did that to bust your chops. Yeah, to bust his. Zach Ertz is starting against the Colts. And mine. <laughs> Zach Ertz is starting against the Colts, yep. um, and Travis Kelsey is starting against the 49ers. Yep. 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 I like that. Sitting? Uh, whoever the hell is playing for the 49ers at tight end right now, I think that's Kittle. Yeah. Greg yeah. Kittle. Yeah. <laughs> and do the Raiders even have a tight end? Oh, yeah. It's Jared Cook. Cook. Drop him. He had his one good game for the season. He's not worth anything anymore. Stonehands. Uh, Jared Stonehands Cook. Two sleepers. Trey Burton for the Bears. Um, just because I, th- I think uh, the Cardinals defense is really going to struggle um, for the pass game. I-, I don't really know what to expect in terms of what the Bears are going to do passing-wise, but Robinson, we s- said earlier, has obviously been a favorite target. Yep. Uh, so I think that there's going to be a lot of attention to him. Um, there's going to be a lot of attention to Gabriel because of his speed. There's going to be a lot of attention in the box. 
um, for the two running backs, both catching and running. Um, so I think Trey Burton can very co- could very easily have a very good game quietly off the uh, off the bench there, or I mean uh, off the sleepers. And I'm gonna actually do a second sleeper, um, uh, Jesse James. Jesse James, Yo, okay. Yeah, I think that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, their defense hasn't really proven that they're going to be like a lights-out defense. No. But they're definitely in shootout mode um, type yeah, of thing. I don't know gonna, if... I, don't, I, I think they're going to. They're really going to have a lot of attention focused on Schuster. They're not going to... You know, Brown's going to be looking to have a big comeback game from last week because he didn't play lights-out like he normally does. Um, Trade me then. <laughs> and uh, so I just think that... Uh, I think he's going to be looking to have a bounce-back week, but I think that the Buccaneers are going to be geared up for that. So I think that Jesse James is always that guy that, like, he, he's – Jesse James, when I say sleeper, I'm not telling you he's going to go out there and put up 28 points. But Jesse James very easily could walk out of this game with four receptions for 25 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. That's that's um, a lot of points for, for a tight end. Yeah. I don't know how much I like the matchup uh, between him and Quan Alexander. I think that favors Quan Alexander more than it does Jesse James. Well, what Jesse James has is he, he's a taller guy. I don't know off the top of his – my head, how tall he is, but no, what, he, he, what he, he has, what he has is that receiver. he's a Midwestern yeah. bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he's got going for him. <laughs> he's a red gonna, zone receiver. That guy's yeah. showing up in assless chaps with spurs and a hat, <laughs> and he's going to destroy everybody. He better. Jesse James fits magic. <laughs> Tune in this Sunday, <laughs> even though it's Monday. Monday, Monday, Monday. 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 Okay. But this Sunday, private anyways. soccer all around. All right. Uh, <laughs> We're not doing kickers. We'll do kickers. All right, one. <laughs> one starter, one sit. Uh, Here's your starter, Robbie Gould. Why? Because he's awesome. He's good as Gould. Um, I didn't. I don't have to take private stock for that one. That was the 49ers. They made that first. Uh, sit him. Anybody that's kicking for the Chargers ever. Um, don't start Sam Ficken either. Who that is? Kicking Sam Ficken. <laughs> Chris, you just <laughs> listen. That's an, that's an actual sleeper, thing. Here's the sleep- that's an actual thing. There's always two sleepers for me. Every time we've ever done one of these, there's always two sleepers for me, and they never change. Whoever's kicking field goals for the Pittsburgh Steelers, whoever's kicking field goals for the Chicago Bears, both teams, the Chicago Bears between the between midfield and the red zone really like to stall out on drives. And the Pittsburgh Steelers really like to not get it done in the red zone. A lot of field goals. Yep. Both those teams kick a lot of field goals. Yep. Uh, we should teams. absolutely uh, be starting whoever is uh, whoever is going to be starting for the Browns this week. <laughs> All right, defense. Defenses. Start of the week, bro. Start of the week. Uh, Chicago Bears. Definitely going to want to start the Vikings against that atrocious Bills offense. Nah, Chicago Bears, man. Chicago Bears. All right, and second, we'll go to the Chicago Bears. You know why? You know why the Chicago Bears? Chicago Bears get defensive touchdowns. And lots of them. Definitely gonna, start the Vikings defense. They're going to live in the backfield today, too. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, they are. Absolutely. Against that atrocious Khalil Cardinals Mack. offense. Khalil Mack uh, is going to have 19 forced fumbles, 27 fumble recoveries. Oh, come on, now. <laughs> I don't think he's going to have that big a game. I think he's going to end up being triple teamed. I think that means everybody else on the D line yeah, yeah. and is going to go crazy. Yeah. I said I got a call. I got a call into the NFL uh, radio, NFL Network radio on Sirius XM uh, when we were doing uh, when they were talking about the Cleo Mack trade and all stuff. I got yeah. a phone call in. If Cleo Mack finishes the season with five sacks, I'm not going to be disappointed at all. No, because that means everybody, everybody else, else team is going to have, have five sacks. Yeah, I want exactly. Samantha to be like, "Hey, remember me? That's what I want." <laughs> um. 
So your Sidham defenses for the week absolutely set this uh, the Los Angeles Rams defense. Really? Yeah. They're not going to be able to hold down um, Philip Rivers. We might get a pick off of Philip Rivers, but he's going to shred us for like 300 yards. It's going to go up into the to the 40s for points. I promise you that. Wow. Hmm. All right. Um, I don't think anybody's going to like sit them though. I don't think anyone's going to not start them. I have them on my team. They're starting. <laughs> <laughs> and credibility's gone. <laughs> Looking for the glory all your own. No, 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 no. no. More, so, uh, more so because I do not want to give up a roster spot to pick up a different defense for this week. Oh, I just... did I drop Danny Amendola to pick up a second defense for when the Bears are on the bye? Not dropping them. <laughs> I'll I'll do that when it comes up. I I have too many uh too many starters for different teams that I'm gonna look to Virginia trade. And and Ryan and Chris. What? Sorry, Facebook Live chat people are. Chatting. Oh, all right. Um, what were we doing? We were doing sit'em defenses. Yep. Um, you're absolutely gonna want to sit the Arizona Cardinals defense because. Uh, so what are you saying? They're bad or something? <laughs> this could be the best thing in the world for Mitch. <laughs> this, could, this is going to be the boost of confidence that he needs to get going out of the gate. What better time to develop the play action, like you said? They are who we thought they were. <laughs> R.I.P. Dennis Green. We remember you forever. Yes. Uh, Dennis Green. Um, going off of that, are you guys going to be the one? Or what's the over-under on how many more games Bradford lasts before he's out? I think he plays the whole season. Do you? Mm-hmm. You don't think he gets injured? If he gets injured, it's this week. He plays six more games, tonsillitis. It's, it's, it's a shame. <laughs> if he, I think if he, I think if he can withstand Chicago this week, I think he plays all season. Okay. Uh, I'm going to steal your sleeper pick. Okay. I'm going to go for a homeboy pick. Going with Jared Goff for a sleeper pick this week. For a quarterback, you mean? Yeah. Or defense. No, for a quarterback. I'm going all the way Good back to the top. for him on defense if he does that. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to go out and get two picks off of Phillip Rivers. Good for um, him. Take him to the house. <laughs> <laughs> One yard interception returns. Uh, all right. There you are. That's it. They're probably All the sleepers are probably going to do terrible. The starters are all going to get hurt, and the sit-ems are all going to put 30-plus points up. Yeah, probably. Because that's how things go. Start right. Todd Gurley. Look at Bob. Yeah. It's almost time. For basketball, ah, you're basketball. excited. Yeah, well, I think there's going to be it's, it's going to be one of the more interesting seasons going. I, you know, a lot of shakeup. Have you ha- has anybody heard what Magic Johnson is saying? Uh, I have not. No, I have okay, not. he's saying that the kid uh, that has the troublesome father mm-hmm. has oh, developed his shot. Yeah. yeah, Lonzo, he said, has now well, has his fixed form. his shot. Yeah, yeah changed his form. And, uh, Which is like insane to hear, because like you get the Alonzo well, been playing basketball his whole life to change the way you shoot a bat. Now I understand in the NBA. Well, that's because he different. had a bad coach when he was growing up. Right, but but still though, was but his like, father. Dad? Yeah, <laughs> but to but to change your shot after all those years, all that muscle it's, memory. It's, here's yep. the deal: it's not the greatest shot in the world, and it didn't work for him in the NBA. But but it got him to the NBA. Right. It's just like it, it, it's. Well, like no, a, no, no, no. What got him to the NBA? Was well, his ability to to to, to uh, deliver the ball. His court vision is what got right. him there. But I mean, but I'm saying like it's it's all encompassing. Like it's just you know like you get like a you get a really defensive. Well, yeah, the guy shot 41 percent from three when he was in college. You get a really defensive minded infielder that's you know an absolute stud with the gold you know golden glove, fast can steal bases left and right, but doesn't bat really well. 
you know, it's very rare that you're going to see somebody change their batting stance and have success. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like a... See, that seems... Um, that's almost the right fielder. Hmm? That's almost the right fielder. Yeah. <laughs> with the Cubs. Yeah. Okay? Except this year, he's doing what? Yeah. Hitting and hitting in the clutch. When he's healthy. Yeah. <laughs> that seems to be the, that's, that seems to be the going trend for Chicago sports. Yes. Bit, this guy's the best. Hashtag when he's healthy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I agree with you. I think this is this year has a lot of intrigue. Uh to be you know, supposedly people are saying the same thing about Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons has formulated a shot or whatever. I, I don't know. I, I I'm not if Kyle was here, I could argue with him all day about it. I think Ben Simmons is good, but like they just recently did like the power ranking. Well, for, like, I, you players. know the thing the thing that I like about the, about the Lakers is the fact that LeBron's going to take all the heat off everybody on that team. Yeah. Okay. And he's going to make what does LeBron do best? Makes everybody makes everybody around him, him better. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I mean now you got a a a kid who had all kinds of heat on him last year. Yep. He's going to come into this season feeling loose. Okay, and he's not going to really, be the focus. What saved him criticism wise was that Kuzma played so well. Because yeah. if Kuzma didn't, if Kuzma came out and wasn't doing well, that team would have been really I, bad. I really he, think the Lakers could be a surprise team this year. I do too. Okay, I, I do too. I, I really, really do because they picked up a couple of serviceable veterans. Yep. To go with their young kids, and they've got some good youth. Rajon Rondo could, is probably the best mentor in the NBA for Lonzo Ball. Yes. Because he's gonna absolutely because he, Lonzo Ball Lonzo Ball can score the ball. He yes, can, he can. Uh, he struggled with it last year. Part of it's because of a shot. I think a lot of it had to do with lack of confidence. He wasn't going out there and having fun. Right, you could see it. Like he was going out there. He looked stressed. He looked yeah, like, you just know, out of stress. Right, and like well, it, with, hey, come on, the pressure that his father put right. on yeah, him. Yeah, that's unfair. Well, it, it, it was the, the best of... thing in the world for him because the second half of the season he had some good stats. The best thing in the world was when the when the Lakers banished his dad and sent him to China. Or wherever the hell yeah, they said. Uh, Lithuania. Yeah, Lithuania. Lithuania, yeah. that's where his other friends like... yeah. But, like, my <laughs> thing is, too, is, like, and it, uh, you see a lot of players come back and play for their home team, but they've already got season like Jabari Parker, or, like, when Dwayne Wade did it. Yeah. You know, like, like Rose is an exception, but, like, outside of his father, like, that's a lot of pressure, too, because it's, like, not only are you playing in the NBA now as your first season supposed to be this huge stud, but you're, you're playing in front of everybody you played with growing up in exactly. your hometown yeah. for your home team. Yeah. So now it's like it's it's like a super personal level if you're not doing well. Like now now if you're not doing well and the team's not doing well, not only are you not doing well, but now you're making like your team, your pride, your city not do well. well yeah, right. but I mean come on. Let's let let's face it. His father went out and said uh, in the preseason that Lonzo was going to take the Lakers to the playoffs. Yes, he yeah. did. Okay. Well, fucking moron. <laughs> I'm seriously. No. I mean it's like you do that to your kid? Yeah. Man. A little bit of pressure. <laughs> just a wee bit. Well, it's just a guy looking to and, make a name for and, himself. And you know? now he's got the best basketball player on the earth, no matter how old he is right now, okay, that's going to take all the pressure in the world. And guess what? He's going to make it fun Yeah. for everybody on that team. I agree. Colton okay. Says, now, they may not make the playoffs. But they could surprise. Now, a question for both you guys. Do you think this is kind of like a best-case scenario for LeBron having kind of like magic in kind of his corner? Like, Sure doesn't hurt. It sure doesn't hurt. 
I think I think having magic in his corner helps a lot because it takes um a lot of pressure off of LeBron. Oh, magic along with the signings of JaVel McGee, Rondo, Beasley, it takes a lot of pressure off of him to have to mentor everybody. Right. I mean, you've got some I personally think I I think that on the court LeBron is going to have a huge impact on every single person who steps on that floor for the Lakers. But off the court, I really think it's going to be Ingram that's underneath LeBron's wing and really yeah. learns from LeBron. And I think that, you know, Rondo and Johnson are really going to have their effect with people like Kuzma and, and, and Ball and stuff like that. But I think I think Ingram's going to be the person off the court, workouts, you know, mentality, thought process, IQ. Those are going to be – he's going to be the player I think that really benefits the most from LeBron. Yeah. I think I everybody on the court is going to benefit from him, no doubt. Everybody yeah. always does. Well, he's – I mean – now you're going to have two guys on that court at one time. They see the court better than anybody in the league. Yeah. Okay. And that's one thing that, that you pointed out about Ball is he's got unbelievable court vision. And, I mean, I, don't, I would not be surprised to see them playing Ball and Rondo together. Well, my thing, I think that's what they're going to do. I think they're gonna, you're going to see a lot of that this season because if you put, if you put Ball defensively on somebody like, say they're playing – you know, a good example would be, say they're playing the Rockets. Yeah. If you have Lonzo Ball guard James Harden, Lonzo Ball is a very good on-ball defender. Yes. And then you then you have LeBron James and Rajon Rondo, two of the best off-ball defenders in the game, yeah. playing Melo and Chris Paul. You now have the ability to completely shut down that Houston Rockets trio from scoring. I, I agree. And at that point, you're you're who are you relying on to score? Clint Capella? Yeah. They're not going to win games. It's going to be the same thing when they play uh, the Thunder. You're going to, you know, Paul George is going to be guarded by LeBron and you're going to have Russell Westbrook off ball, you know, or on ball from ball or Rondo. Like it's, they have the ability and to Rondo's really shut down teams. Rondo's an underrated defender. Is what? He's underrated. Oh, very much so. Yeah. And that's why like for the Bulls, we were talking about earlier, I think that's, that was a big thing that the Bulls did was signing Chris Dunn because Chris Dunn is, you know, some he of the, is the, D- some of the best to, point yeah. guard that the, one of the best point guards the Bulls have ever had was Kirk Heinrich. Right, and that he Kirk Heinrich could lock up anybody with the best of them. Kirk Heinrich played amazing defense on Kobe, T Mac. I mean, guys much bigger than him, and he played absolutely amazing perimeter on ball defense. And then he went down and shot the ball lights out from beyond the arc. Right, very clutch, Captain Kirk. Yep. Love him, Captain Kirk. Love him, especially when he put the goggles on. Yes, yeah. <laughs> oh. when the, well, you know, when you talk about the Bulls, their whole season is going to depend really on two two players. Levine, does he become a team player as opposed to a gunner? And does he play defense? Yeah. Parker, does he play defense? Okay, and does he settle in as a small forward? If if both of those things happen, that could be the surprise team in the East. The Bulls are at a, at a really good advantage at this point on paper with Jabari Parker if, if he can play on ball team defense. Right. Because they have the, now they have the ability to every team kind of has a weak spot on uh that for somebody to guard. Yeah. Um there's a few except like Golden State is an exception type of thing. Um I you know Boston's kind of an exception. But like it, worst case scenario is if Le- if Levine does not play well defensively, you can put him on the 1 2 or 3 that's kind of lesser likely to expose you offensively. Exactly. Yeah. Because Chris Dunn can play defense, Parker can play defense and then Markin and Portis Lopez all play defense down low. The the from the Bulls. Well, if Parker wants to play defense, right, and I think he will. The, well, I'm I'm hoping 
But I mean, based on what what he said in that interview, yeah, you heard about that, right? Yeah, they don't pay guys to play defense. That's what he said, which gives you a uh, uh, gives me a scary frame of reference on the kid. Yeah. Okay, because I mean. As far as basketball is concerned, you don't play defense, you don't win. Yeah. Okay? Seriously. That's true. Okay? Not not in the playoff. In the playoffs. Yeah. I don't care. And that's... And that's well, uh, I mean, look at Golden State. Take away, take away all their scoring alone. They still have three of the top ten defenders in basketball. In exactly. Season. And exactly. one of the, none of them are Steph Curry, just to be no. clear. Right. <laughs> I'm curious what your guys' impressions are. You know, such a big deal about the 76ers, you know, you know, the process. So now. Oh, come on. The process is done, gone. Uh, so, away. so we're ready to say the process, it's it's complete. What do, Now, this is, here's the, here's the product. Well, here's the product. The is process what, isn't complete. It's on the, it's on the shelf now. The process won't be complete until they win a championship. Right. But it's, it's, they're no longer. It's not like this They're no longer forming the process. The so, process is here. It's formed, like you said. They have the product, but it's the process will always be talked about they until stay, they win. A if they stay healthy, I believe they will control the Eastern Conference. And and this is not a shot at Souls, but I'm glad that he he's not here. Because I'm curious what your guys, you know, impressions of like what what we think we're going to see from them this year. They've got be. all the talent in the world, all the talent in the world. I think they've been uh, mismanaged severely. And I'm sorry, okay. dude, I, who who is the, the coach? And I, I'm just totally like out of it. Know. I don't even know. Oh, oh. so but was it the same same management? I'm the same Elton coaching staff. The new, the GM now. Yeah, but same same head coach as last year. Yes, in, so. in yes. Philadelphia. Yeah, and uh, he, th- I thought he did a good job. I'm terrible with NBA coaches. Yeah, they seem so they seem to come and go. Yeah. You know. Well. Uh, but the Sixers, if they stay healthy, it's I, I believe they could leapfrog everybody in the East and be the dominant team this year. The cream of the crop. The 76ers and the Celtics, it's their Eastern Conference championship game to lose. Exactly. It, it, on paper, until the season kicks off, injuries, whatever happens, but there, there's, no, there's no other team in the East that – Really is on paper should be playing in the Eastern Conference Championship. Besides, well, Toronto is. An, I don't know. I, I, they're an outlier that I. Everyone's think... everyone's all about it, but here's the deal: Kawhi Leonard hasn't played basketball in a year. Exactly. And Kyle Lowry is still not clutch in the playoffs. I think the first third of the season, you're going to see Leonard trying to get his legs back. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that and Kyle Kyle Lowry has proven that he's not the guy. Kyle Lowry is very good. Throughout the entire game, but Kyle Lowry is not the guy that you want to have the ball in your hands when you're when you need ten points in the fourth quarter. No, I, I could be wrong, and please correct me if I am. I feel like injuries to more. The Kawhi's is more well-rounded, but we say like more heavily defensive-minded. We'll just let's just say that injury kind of affects defensive players more than guys who are offensive. No. coming back is, is that incorrect it, it, in saying? Yeah, offensive players suffer more from injuries because usually. Well-rounded offensive players usually struggle more because you lose explosiveness. Derrick Rose. Okay. Derrick Rose hurt his knee over and over again, and he lost his explosiveness to be able to attack the rim at full speed and get three feet up in the air over everybody and, and slam the ball down with two hands. When he lost that ability, he was still very acrobatic 
and making circus play layups. He did it with the Knicks. Right. He's been doing it with the Timberwolves. And he, you know, we talked about it earlier, like he, he should have developed his, his passing earlier. And he's, he's done it recently. But he, if he did it earlier, it really would have set the tone for him for a mm-hmm. career. And truthfully, I blame that on Thibodeau. Yeah. Because he didn't, he, tr- he tried to have Derek be Derek yeah. when he couldn't do it. Right. He didn't recognize the fact that Derek needed to change his game. And he's the only person, in my opinion, that could have got him, gotten him to change his game. Well, and a lot of it, too, in my opinion, too, is Jimmy Butler. Because Derek Rose wanted to be the guy. He his hometown team. He was lights out for that team. And then, through multiple injuries, somebody had to step up for Chicago. And Jimmy Butler stepped up. And Jimmy Butler decided to be a lights out player. And now Derrick Rose had to take a back seat. Derrick Rose was not the guy. Right. And I, I think it really it really fucked with him mentally. Yeah. Well, and that's... That yeah, I know. I'm laughing I lay at Chris, that, too. I lay that on the head coach, though. Yeah. Okay, because he didn't... He didn't lower his expectations, and he didn't coach oh him God, into being uh, a, 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 a different player. Mm-hmm. He tried to let him be who he was, and it didn't work. Yeah. I wish we had. I wish we had Thibodeau four years before we had him. Yeah. Well, so to jump back real quick, so this was the first like real injury for Kawhi, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. So I mean, basically, it's not like hey, oh, this is this is not the end of. No. Of the Kawhi, no, no. no Kawhi, I, Kawhi I, was still a very, very elusive scorer. He had a very good mid-range game. He could shoot the three, um, and he can drive the lane and dunk. He's got, he's very long. He's got huge hands. He can palm the ball very easily. He's um, in his six, six, seven, seven feet. No, six. He's a, a two years younger than Butler. Yeah. Uh, I'm, so I'm I think now. it's like six years. I, I, yeah, think, I think it's, it's six like too. Sixth yeah. Year. yeah. So I mean, he he's still on the the younger side. We'll, right. we'll say. My thing is, they are going to be a lot better defensively. The Raptors. Yeah. But DeRozan was an offensive juggernaut. Right. On a team that really does not have depth offensively. Kawhi is going to be a huge step, but it's a step backwards offensively. Huge step forward defensively but a small step back for offense. So now, it really, to, to me, it doesn't matter what Kawhi does. What is Kyle Lowry going to do? Does he step up? Is Kyle Lowry going to become a 22 points a game point guard that's also getting eight assists? If he can do that, the Raptors very easily could be a team that we're talking about playing in the NBA Finals next year. Exactly. Also, the Raptors have this wonderful thing called LeBron James not being in the East anymore. Right. Because that's the one thing so, that I mean, they could never get by. So... Go ahead. Oh, so question. So, DeRozan was to say DeRozan was the guy, and Lowry was kind of his sidekick. Now, would you say now is Lowry the guy? And so we're assuming that Lowry is still the sidekick. So we're assuming that moving Lowry is going to be Lowry is going to be the yeah. guy. Yeah. Still. Okay. All right. So the the, the and, difference between when you, when you think guy the guy and the sidekick because a lot of the time you look at a team like these most recent like this most recent Cleveland Cavaliers team. Or you look at a team like Houston, like uh, Harden's the guy, but and Harden brings the ball up a lot. Right. Um, Westbrook's the guy. He just happens to be the point guard. You know, Wade is was the guy. He brought the ball up sometimes. Butler was the guy for the Bulls. He brought the ball up a lot because they're missing that thing. 
Lowry is a very serviceable, very good point guard. So he is still the floor general, but he's just the sidekick in terms of star power. Right. So he's still the floor general. He's still the guy bringing the ball up, and he's the guy getting the play set he's up. He's the and guy the, the defense is going to want taking the fourth quarter shots. Right. They're going to want to shut down Kawhi and push the ball towards to Lowry. Lowry and have okay? him be the guy. Okay. Uh, and that's and he's I I don't I agree that he's not the guy that's going to be able to step up. I think a lot of people this year are going to sleep on the Spurs, thinking they might not even make the playoffs. I think the Spurs could very easily have a very good year because because the the one thing that DeRozan has now that he's never had is reliable, consistent inside scoring, and very very smart players down low. Well, that seems well, to that's, be there's something else too. The best coach. coach <laughs> yeah. Well, it seems to be like, with Minus coaching, LeBron but... James. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But the best head coach in basketball, arguably of all time. Right. And then you have. What's well, a team with depth, correct? Some, for, for somewhat the, depth, for the most yeah. part. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, relative it's depth. It's a team with, with depth. Now, nobody's very few, if any, all stars. Okay. It's a, it's, it's a team. That is a team. Mm-hmm. You don't know. And that's really where I think the Bulls could be this year. Right. You're not going to have that one superstar. Mm-hmm. But you're going to have all five guys on the floor in the fourth quarter who could finish the game for you. Right. If they if they develop. Right. Okay. And I agree. With, I think the Spurs, I, we very easily Spurs, could see a Spurs-less all-star game. Very easily. But at the end of the season... And could also very easily see DeMar DeRozan averaging 21 points a game. I could see LaMarcus Aldridge averaging 18 points and 11 rebounds and two blocks a game. And I could see Powell averaging 12 points, 12 rebounds, and three assists a game. And that's a very good stat line for a team. Yeah. For a team of three people. That That is, and, and you don't think of it in the NBA because of, of the star power that these teams have now. But that is, by definition, a lights-out big three. Yep. I mean, you got a guy averaging over twenty points, and then two other guys averaging a double double. Right. That's you. You can't really ask for much more than that. <laughs> and that's why you, don't don't lift up, Chris. Thank you. Breaking um, everything. <laughs> um, Peter would be having a shit. <laughs> Are you listening there, guy? <laughs> I think we lost it for now, but it'll see you later. <laughs> yeah, but. I think I think the Spurs are a team that people will sleep on. Um, I also think uh, if you want to go back to the East, I think a team that could very quietly be a huge contender is Indiana and Washington. And Washington, I think again, Dwight Howard could be poised to have Dwight Howard here again. I I want to see that really bad. I do. I want to see Dwight Howard dominate again. I love him and so can, much. I this is a team that 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 could happen with. Yeah. They've got the skill players. They just haven't been able to put it together. And Dwight Howard's perfect for that team because they have players that can drive the lane and dish off to Howard for the easy dunk. And then they have people that can shoot the three to stretch the floor to give Howard room to work down low. You look at teams he's played on in the past when he was a Laker, when he was a Hawk, there wasn't really a lot of options around him. I mean, when he was, he had Kobe, but it was just Kobe at the tail end of Kobe career. And, and, but, and, and I mean, Kobe is not a team player. Right. Okay. And well, Kobe was all about me. Well, Kobe was a team player. I, Kobe was, he was. And he was the most efficient, inefficient player on the court. He was. Especially those last three years. I, I, underst- 
I understand what people say because of the the Kobe had the put it on my back mentality, but he didn't need to. He always had quality players around him, right? Which was the only reason that he managed to win anything. But the thing is, is it worked more times than not for him to put it on his back. And the thing is, is in the regular season, yeah. But the, the other thing too is you can't. I mean, I, I I'll never stand by the argument that Kobe wasn't a team player. Kobe has more. More assists than anybody else in NBA history for a non-point guard. And he also has the worst shooting percentage of anybody that is considered a good player. And I don't consider Kobe a good player. His his inefficiency hurt his team more than helped it. Okay? In my opinion. In my opinion. That's fine. I mean, I still think Kobe goes down as one of the greats. (sighs) I do. Why? (laughs) Because he scored so many points? No, it's not because he scored so many points. It's because the way he did it and when he did it. I mean, I understand. I understand what you're saying. You're right. He did. He, Kobe, Kobe took. I mean, you look at the 81 point game he had. He took a shit ton of shots to do it. It wasn't like he scored 81 points and shot 78 percent from the floor. He probably shot 42 from the floor. For I that. think he was in the 30s. But and I and I understand that. But at the same time, at the same time, it's just the, the 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 times where he had to take. And that's that's the thing. That's why I hate the Jordan and LeBron debate because everyone wants to talk about stats, and you can't talk about stats. Well, that's, no, that's, you can't talk about championships. Well, not championships. Okay? You can't talk about stats in general. What you can't sit there and talk about. Oh well, LeBron averages has averaged more points in in his thirties than Jordan. Okay, well, one, Jordan even though it's only a decade, it's different game. Yeah, health wise, stuff like that. Two, you have to look at things like I'm not saying LeBron taking anything away from LeBron, but you have to look at things things that aren't on stat that aren't on stat sheets and box scores and stuff like that. Or how many. How many steals did did Michael Jordan have when they were within ten points in the fourth quarter? Things like that, like, like that's not on the stat sheet, right? But that's a huge difference. You Michael Jordan gets a steal and goes down and scores. That's four points instead of two. Realistically, you look yeah. at things like that. But James and, has done the same thing. No, I know. I'm sorry, but those okay. are the things, and that's what I think. A lot of like that's where I think a lot of Kobe's greatness comes from is is not from his shooting efficiency and things like that. I think that I still think he goes down as one of the greats because. The, the guy was completely... He's not in my top ten and never will be. That's fine. Okay. I mean, it's Understandable. like... There's so many people out there and... and He's you see, in top 11, though. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 top 15, I'll grant you. Okay, but there's there are people out there. Gail Goodrich. People never mention him, but the Lakers would not have been the Lakers of old without Goodrich. Okay, so, yeah. okay? I mean, it's like... You know, they, I mean... Another guy whose name never gets mentioned in the t- as a as a top one of the tops is Bob Cousy or Bob Love or Bob Love or Jerry Sloan. Yeah, but well, no, no, no. I just want to see if I can get to go to the bowl. No, no, no. I just want to see how many bowls I can start naming and he'd be like, love, yeah. No, Love, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I love both of those guys. But there's no way they're, they're anywhere near no, my but, top fifteen. You know, this is the guy that I, mean, I could got, say it to, and it might be okay. Yeah, I mean. There's two bulls that I would put in top, okay? Jordan That's and Pippen. Pippen and Jordan, okay? And quite truthfully, I don't think either one of them would have won without the other. I agree with that. Okay? Jordan is never going to be carry any team to the playoffs without Pippen, okay? And if you look at the, top, at the six championships they won, Pippen was the sidekick. If you want to extend okay? it to the top 20, I think you could make a serious case for three Chicago Bulls. Okay. Dennis Rodman. Well, yeah, but you see, <laughs> his best years were with the Pistons. No, I understand that. But, okay. but, 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 but I'm yeah. just saying, like, people yeah. that have played for the Bulls. 
I think Dennis Rodman could very easily work. And a lot of people sleep on Dennis Rodman because Dennis Rodman probably averaged, you know, five points he a game. Yeah, for his career, he? But he also averaged, you know, like 23 rebounds. Yeah, um, and, <laughs> and also how many blocks. Yeah. Okay. And, and what kind of defense? And how many different hair colors did he have? Just right. <laughs> he has an unfair, I mean, how many times like, did he bang Madonna? That's he has an unfair three. advantage, though. He's what? an alien, according to Ben Black. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> but the uh, the other thing is, the second three championships, Rodman was on the team, and that was the best defensive team in basketball. Yeah, it was. When they had Rodman, Pippen, and Jordan on the floor, didn't matter who else they put out there. And the, <laughs> the scary thing was... Everybody they put on the floor with them were very highly rated defensive players. It was defense wins championships, think, especially in the NBA. I think my favorite lineup that I ever saw, looking back on like old footage from the, the Bulls, was when they put out uh, was it, it was BJ Armstrong, Jordan, Kukoc, Pippen, Rodman. Yeah, that was my. I think that was my favorite lineup because you had Kukoc and Armstrong just shooting threes. Jordan and Pippen able to drive. Well, Pippen doing and Jordan could do everything on the offensive side of the ball. Right. And then Rodman just anchored down low. Just, just give me the ball and I'm going to bully the shit and out I mean, of whoever's you down realize, here. You're talking about a, a six nine guy who played center. Yeah. Okay. And, and out rebounded everybody. Dominated. Yeah. Okay. It was like Willis Reed. You're dead. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got to realize something. I actually saw those games. Yeah. <laughs> it was like. Well, and the thing too, we talk about the goat discussions like that, and that's uh, for basketball. It's the it's the hardest one for me. I mean, hockey's a no brainer. It's easy. It's just Gretzky. Yeah, no one will ever do it. No. Um, football. I mean, you break it down a little bit. It, it's it's easier than basketball. Yeah, it's it's just, it's an odd. Baseball's difficult due to the the nature of defense and offense being separated and. You know, you and how the game has changed yeah. over the years. Much you gotta, like basketball, you get away like defensive play and hitting for baseball. It's right. It's and tough, then, you it's know, well, you see, baseball and basketball, everybody talks offense. Right. Okay. Willie Mays, one of the best defensive outfielders to ever play the game, and he had the offense. To me, that's where you start. I mean, Babe like Ruth, but Kenny, the Ken kid. Griffey too. The same thing. The kid, yeah. Okay, I think I, in my opinion, I think the kid's the best baseball player of all time. And I, I, re- I, I couldn't argue with that. Okay, He's and I'd say so Willie, good. Willie was the second. I mean, and so for me, it's difficult because I have not watched a lot of footage from old baseball players from like the seventies, sixties, fifties, forties, because it goes back forever. But like the kid for me, just like from everything I've ever watched him play, I mean, he was so good defensively. He had yeah. such a good, accurate, strong arm, and he hit with so much power and accuracy and clutch. Right. He went up, you know, if he went up there down by two with a guy on first and second, he was not looking to put it over the fence. He if he got the play. pitch to put it over the fence, he would he take would, it. He could take but it, he yeah. was looking to put that into the gap between, you know, right and center, make him really stretch a throw to home to get that guy on first around to home and tie yeah. the game up. And he did it. And he did it. On a regular basis. Man, more often than not. Yeah. But it's like, with for me, basketball is so hard talking about it because you talk about, you know, some of the goals like Will Chamberlain. Will Chamberlain is one of the most statistically freaked human beings of all time. Re- 55 rebounds in a game, probably never going to get touched. Never. Right. But he also was a seven-footer playing in a time when nobody was taller than 6'6". Six, six. Yeah. The, he was he was significantly taller. And so uh, it's like, He had somebody that was in his face all the time at 6'9". But it's, but it's just like like okay who played lights out managed actually had more uh championship series and championships than anybody yeah 
guy by the name of Russell. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he was like he won was a, he won a, he won a championship as a player coach. Yeah. He got two rings. I didn't realize that. Yeah. He got two rings. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I mean, he was phenomenal. But I mean, like, but for Will Chamberlain, so. Okay, so, t- so uh, you know, how, I don't know how many, how many games. Did they play 82 games back then, too? Um, I think it was less, No, right? I think 60? it was a little bit. Yeah, I think it was 64. Something so, like even, if, even, if it was, even if it was 64. So, Will Chamberlain's playing Bill Russell, what, four games a year? Uh, no, they were in the same conference. Okay, so they're playing. Okay, uh, and it was less it was teams, like, maybe eight yeah, games a year? Eight, to eight games a year. Okay, but so still, <clears> I mean, eight <throat> games a year, the two of them went at it. But other than that, the other the rest of the games, both and of them back then, were just alpha <laughs> mailing it against everybody else. Right. And back then... It was the Celtics over the Sixers, usually six to two. Yeah. Okay. Because of Russell. And well, there was another guy out there named Kuzi and Havlicek. I mean, <clears throat> those teams. But you got to realize this was an era where you had unbelievable basketball players and you had half the teams you've got right now. Yeah. Okay. So the concentration of talented players on each team was much higher. Yeah. And it, it's true. Even though the skill levels compared to today was a different thing, what they did in their own era was unbelievable. Very true. Right. Take a quick break. Yeah, we'll go to break. Uh, we'll come back. We'll do some Riddler's rankings, and then we'll get into uh, predictions for for this NFL season. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, hopefully soon we have a full house again. We got a lot of hockey and basketball talk for the coming weeks. Absolutely. But until then, we'll see you in what five minutes? Five minutes. Ten minutes. Five minutes. Thirty minutes. For what? <laughs> Two minutes and 22 seconds. Go. After our break. (laughs) All right. We'll see you. And now, back to getting sports with Drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by Asshole. What's up, guys? Yeah. Hey. I resemble that. We got a flaming one. We got a loose one. We got a ginger one. That's right. Lose one, Chris. Yeah, I got that. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we didn't actually come up with a topic for other rankings, so that was on our end. Well, we could do something on the fly. Oh, just do it then. You always gotta like announce it. Just do it, man. Hey, come on. Right, let's do. You're giving Peter nausea. Nausea. Is he, is he? Is he still watching? He's always watching. He's watching. All right, then let's do. Um, Riddler's rankings. Uh, tight ends to watch today. Not fantasy, tight ends to watch. Just what you think is the, the most fun tight ends to watch today. Okay. Um, well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> really, with fantasy, it, it puts a label on it. This way, just tight ends that you think are fun to watch okay. today. <clears throat> All right. Uh, uh, no, it's mine. My Riddler's ranking. I, I wasn't going to pick Mike one. Not Mike Massey's rankings. Riddler's rankings. Mike Massey's rankings. It's not even an alliteration. Come on, let's not argue not about nice. it. Let's get, let's, <laughs> I want to hear this. All right, number five is going to be Trey Burton from the Chicago Bears. All right. Um, he's got a lot to prove um, going up against a weak defense. Yeah. So he's going to try to showcase that, you know, he wasn't just a one-hit wonder in Philadelphia and that he's, he's, here, to, he's here to do good things. Uh, number four, uh, Evan Ingram from the New York Giants. Uh, that offense has kind of gotten off to a slow start. Granted, they did play a really tough defense week one and just kind of didn't show up week two. Offensive line still shaky, but he's the kind of guy, he's, he's a big threat down the field. He's someone that can get open over the middle, over oversizing small corners and linebackers. 
number what? Giants are actually benching Eric Flowers today. Good. Number three for me uh, is Rob Gronkowski. Always just a fun guy to watch. The way he goes, way he streaks up the field, the, the routes he runs in the end zone. He plays with so much enthusiasm every single week. He's just yeah. always an exciting guy to play or watch play, especially yep. when you, you need know, to stay on mic more. Oh, am I off the mic? Move the mic oh. a little bit more towards. Uh, there like you this? go. Yeah. That'll help. Um, number two is unfortunately Jim Graham. I feel like we're still waiting to see him explode. With Aaron Rodgers. Um, oh, I forgot he was on Green Bay. I, you know, yeah. I fully hope that never happens. But it could. As as a fan of football, it's something people want to see, and I understand that. I get that. And then uh, number one for me, Chris Craig. Just you know, I miss him. <laughs> he's not complaining. No, ever. he's not. Not gonna play. Uh, no. Um, for me, I I really feel like it's a what's his name. Gary Barnage, he's down. Is that the guy? He's in New Orleans, right? That's him that went down there. No, who went down to New Orleans? I think it's John Coon. Tight end. Well, I know, but fullback no. tight end. No, who's from, from New Orleans? Yeah, didn't they just? Oh, say... wait a minute. Are you, are you he went back from New England. Um, uh, oh my God, what frig is his name? I, uh, I don't know. Uh, I, it was, I thought Gary Barnage. I thought Gary Barnage went to New Orleans. It wasn't Jeff? Hall. Oh no, Ben Tate. Not Ben Tate. Is it Ben Tate? I don't know. All right. Well, this is a giant fuck show. Um, okay. So forget that. Um, I know you're talking about too. You see, uh, uh, we'll just stop, stop because we're just gonna hang up on it all day. Um, actually, you know, you know, it could be George Kittle. Actually, I no George Kittle's one because I think that the Rams, are not the Rams, the uh, the Chargers are playing the 49ers, right? Yeah. I think no. is it the Chargers Rams playing the, playing the Rams? Playing ben the Rams. Watson. Who's playing the 49ers? We talked about this. Oh my god, it's derailing. Um. Why am I blanking on it? Who's playing the 49ers? I have no Kansas City. Kansas, Kansas City. Kansas City. Kelsey. Defense has got a lot to prove still. There we go. Um, I think the secondary is going to try to play lights out against them because um, they kind of, you know, Garoppolo's got a, the ability to hit whoever's open. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Garoppolo's got the ability to hit whoever's open and stuff like that. Uh, so I think Kittle could actually end up having it. I think they're going to try to stack the box against the run game, keep Garoppolo in the pocket, uh, force him to make good throws. And I think Kittle's the guy that could could. could really benefiting from that against a Kansas City defense that still hasn't proven to me. Yeah. So there you go. Ben Watson's who we're thinking of in New Orleans. No, it's not. What do you mean? Nope. Ben Watson. Ben Watson. Uh, shout out uh, Dave Sanderson. I believe he's tuned in. So thank you for joining us. And uh, get ready. Giants play at one, I believe. Versus the Texans. I think that's one o'clock game. Pretty sure. But I'm sure he'll be tuned in to that. Giants or yes, a one o'clock game. One o'clock game. Living in New England here, we're, we're pretty much guaranteed to get that. It's more strange than that. More strange than that than we don't get it. Uh, well, the Bears are at four, aren't they? Four twenty-five. Four, yeah. yeah. That's well, good. Well, yeah. No. Could be on TV for uh, non-subscribers uh, well, of. Not, uh, I'm not on TV. I'm well, on computer. Uh, you might need to go home. <laughs> Me? Yeah. Look. Because we can't watch the same game at the same time. Rams and Bears play at the exact same time. You're going to have to go home before the game. No, because I told you it was a 4 o'clock game and you said we could watch it. <sighs> you got I'll, have to bring two, you I'll have to bring two picture? TVs down. That's all it is. <laughs> this, this, that was the most 2018 sentence I've ever heard. Let's <laughs> <laughs> bring down another television. Well, 2018, we did it throughout college. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I guess what I meant was most 
you know, modern era sentence. No. <laughs> well, we can't watch the same game. Sit down. Ah, I'll just bring another TV down. We'll be fine. All right, let's do uh, pickums. Yeah. Send it through. Pick the first game. I want you to take the reins on this one, Mass. So we just start with the one o'clock game and work our way through to the Monday night game. Uh, Saints at Falcons. Ooh. Like you know, week one, I was like all Saints all the way. I'm not too sure now. Um. I Falcons have been up and down. I have I have New Orleans. But their uh, secondary is the New Orleans secondary has been torched and yeah. there is a good yeah. receiving core. Yeah. I foresee definitely a shootout. I think kinda it's what we've seen for the past X amount of years. Uh I think New Orleans will come away with a victory today by ten points. I'm gonna go kinda like a forty to thirty New Orleans Saints win today. Breeze He's my player to watch, I guess, he's, because he plays lights out all the time. Bob? I'm going to flip that. I'm going to go 38-35 Falcons. Shut out. 9 nothing Falcons. Ooh. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> you actually <laughs> No, not at all. <laughs> but I do, think, I do think the Falcons are going to win in overtime. Oh, my God. What an ugly game. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I, I think the Falcons also win. Um, I think they do it in classic shootout fashion, though. Um, but I think the Falcons pull away through a, a couple, one or two def- good defensive possessions. Uh, Falcons 35, Saints 24. All right. Game number two, 49ers at Chiefs. Um, I kind of foresee... 49ers getting more in stride every week, but I think this is still Kansas City's game. Yeah. Uh, I'm anticipating kind of uh, not not Garoppolo to struggle, but definitely be not, not, I don't know, not, not bested, but I think that the Chiefs come and, and they, they play well enough to kind of shut down. Yeah, that, I would that. say so. So I'm going to go, uh, let's say Chiefs 33, 49ers 21. Okay. I'm going to say Chiefs uh, 35 again, and the Niners uh, 12. Wow. Good showing from Kansas City. Kansas City is going to win this game by a score of 99 <laughs> to 1. <laughs> so they're going to get penalized. Point. <laughs> uh, Kansas City is going to win this game. Uh, the firepower is just going to be too much for the San Francisco defense to handle. Uh, they're going to be throwing it uh, the entire time, just trying to play catch up against the Chiefs. And Garoppolo is going to throw a couple picks. Um, I predict that we're looking at a score of 31 to 20. 31 15 Chiefs. Touchdown, two field goals, and a safety for the 49ers. I, wow. think, they, I, think, I think they get the safety early. I think they catch Mahomes trying to scramble. Maybe like they back them up penalties or something like that in the first couple, one of the first two that drives. Could happen. Yeah. And Mahomes tries to scramble and, and get and gets taken down by by a defender that comes through. Quite possibly the ugliest game on the one o'clock schedule. We have the Raiders at Dolphins. <laughs> Yay! Um, well, I always find a lot of times that the the, the games that seem like going to be the most boring are the most exciting. Uh, Browns Jets. Uh, I think this is definitely. Tannehill can expose a Raiders team that doesn't really have 
I guess, any sort of identity. I guess they thought Carr was going to be the, the guy to take him through. They haven't found that sort of rhythm yet. Uh, he makes it through the first half. I, I, I think Dolphins win. It's it's close. We'll call it 27-24. Okay. I'm looking at a 21 nothing. Wow. Ooh, I like this. Shut out. I believe it will be a shot. Yes. Uh, Raiders and Dolphins. Oh, God. <laughs> I am going to go ahead and say that uh, it's going to be a close game. It's probably going to go down uh, to, I don't know, 21-21. Dolphins go up late with two minutes left. Dolphins are driving, or uh, Raiders are driving at the end. Suddenly it's announced Khalil Mack has been traded to the Dolphins for the last two minutes of the game. Comes in, strip sacks Derek Carr. I love these fantasy scenarios. (laughs) (laughs) 24-21 Dolphins. Madden meets Club Penguin. Um, uh, I'm going to say... Dolphins 27... Raiders 21. All right. Next game, the second ugliest on the 1 o'clock schedule. We have the Bills at the Vikings. Uh, I anticipate this to be our biggest blowout of the day. Yeah. Um, the I Bills think, are going to win, right? Yeah. Uh, I anticipate uh, kind of what you said. The the, the uh, Vikings will run pretty heavy. Kirk can kind of sit back today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go with 37-19 Buffalo uh Buffalo is able to move the ball, but House guy's a big day, and I'm hoping so because he's on my fantasy team. So that's kind of a shout out to him. 37 19. Okay. Uh, I'm looking at about 33 to 9. I don't see the Bills moving the ball any place. I don't, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and they may be lucky to get nine. Yeah. Kind of the theme so far. <laughs> I don't believe that the Bills will score more than three points. Wow. However,. The Vikings are going to lose Kirk Cousins today. Wow, bold prediction from the mass. Hey, what are you smoking? <laughs> <laughs> He's digging for ratings right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it'll just be classic Vikings fashion. They have the superstar team. No, that, that, that's fair. That's a fair assessment. It's and happened to lose, them before. <laughs> yeah. Lose the star player in a game that you don't need to have him do anything in. Yeah, that's true. Um... Vikings 24, Buffalo 17. Wow. Okay. That's a pretty close game. Minnesota Vikings have a tendency to never be able to play both offense and defense in a game. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, Next up is the Colts at the Eagles. (laughs) Um, You know. Carson wins 10. Everybody else zero. It's going to be interesting. This is Wentz's first game back. Correct. Um, a lot of, not hype, but there's a lot of stuff going around with Andrew Luck and whether, you know, they're going to perform moving forward. And we've seen some of that, not all of it. I think Philadelphia is, is the Super Bowl champs. It's the team to beat, and they've kind of, they they played well. Uh, I think uh, Philadelphia goes on. They win today. They go, they win 31-17. I'd buy that. Thirty-one seventeen. Yeah. yeah. I'm just having fun being the hot takes guy. Um, well, Colts, don't get used to it. <laughs> 24-21. Wow. Colts. What's your What's your reason? 
I think Andrew Luck is just finally going to wake up. Carson Wentz is going to be a little rusty. It's his first game back in almost an entire season or an entire year, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, out of sync with his receivers. I, I, I don't. I don't see Wentz finishing the game. You don't think so? No, I think they'll be behind, and they'll bring back. Uh, bring back Foles. Super Bowl MVP Nick Foles. Yes. You know, it's funny. You never see a quarterback on a, on a pitch count. It's either you either no. perform or you don't, and that's it. You know. Well, and I think he, I, I think he goes first half. They're trailing after the first half, and Foles comes in and pulls the game out. I like it. I'd be happy oh. with that. Um, Eagles seventeen, Colts ten. Wow, yeah. Riddler with low scoring. Yeah, I like it. Very classic, classic football. We've had the most sco- most points scored in the first two weeks of football. I think I think some teams start dialing it back a little bit. Not not by and choice. Not, I just think it. Well, the defenses catch, right. start yeah. catching up. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Offenses always start start much hotter than defenses do. Yes, yeah. unless you're Chicago. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. Next game in the lineup, we have the Green Bay Packers <laughs> against the Washington Football Redskins. I. Think um, nobody cares what you think. <laughs> wow. Uh, no, I actually honestly think for this one, um, I, I I think Washington wins. I do. I think okay. Washington wins. It. I think Washington wins. Uh, twenty-seven to twenty-four Green against Green Bay. This is the one that Green Bay drops. Yep. Okay. I think Adrian Peterson has a big day. I'm. I'm st- I, I don't believe in Green Bay's defense. I also anticipate. A Washington victory, but mm. from an Aaron Rodgers mistake end of the game. Ooh, I like this. 26-20 Washington. It, it's, it's kind of about, you know, Smith controls the ball, doesn't make mistakes, and I think Rodgers is kind of sloppy today. Okay. Off topic, how long is Delvin Cook out for? Uh, a couple weeks. Injured his hamstring. Torn. My fantasy pickup. <laughs> I, I, I I think this one's going to be very, very close. I'm, th- I'm thinking like 21-18 uh, Washington. Yeah. Hello, Green Bay. 31-22. Was that a Robin Williams reference? No. Oh, yeah. oh, good morning, <laughs> good morning <laughs> Vietnam. Hello, Vietnam. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, Chris, quick interjection. I'm last. Everyone else has made their picks. Okay. Should I pick Latavius Murray or should I pick Deshaun Jackson? I, like, don't really need either of them, but... Deshaun Jackson's going to be good the rest of the year. Latavius Murray's only going to be good a couple weeks. All right, on to the next game. (laughs) I'll trust your word. Oh, you know what? I'm actually going to take Kauschka. There you go. Good choice. Do you have him? Fitzmagic? I do. I'm going to take him from you because I have that power. No. (laughs) Uh, God, I, next, almost picked, I almost picked Justin Jackson. <laughs> next game, the one that's uh, going to be the least watched game. More so because I don't like it. Carolina, Cincinnati. I can see that as not a very watched game, yeah, except just, for you know the areas that are fans yeah. of the team. Um, there's just nothing riding on that. I think. Uh, well, that's not true. There's no storylines riding on that. Undefeated Bengals team looking to stay atop the division. Yeah, with with that being said, Fair I enough. think I think Bengals suffer their loss, first loss. Um, I think the Panthers play well enough. Newton goes yeah. off. Yeah, I mean the the defense for you know Cincinnati plays well. I mean that was a, a team that jumped a week ago. They they jumped ahead early, and then they kind of they 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 played not to lose. 
towards the end of the game, and it just which is exactly how the Jets lost this week. Yeah, um, but I think you know Panthers play well. Uh, I think Panthers. Rivera has them up all the time. Yeah, they're very very steady. Okay, they they very seldom go bonkers, but they also don't yeah. hit yeah. a slot. 31-23 Panthers today. Okay. 28-14 Panthers. 28-21 Cincinnati. A.J. Green's going to go off for another three touchdowns. Wow. 20-13 20 Bengals. Okay, just an observation. You still are staying off mic. Oh, sorry. That's what I'm doing. This just keeps well, yeah, just move the mic over <laughs> in front. So you can make out with it. Yeah, you don't have to be touching <laughs> it. Just keep it in front of you. Yeah, okay. a big uh, black. Peter's probably saying, "Go, Bob, go, Bob." <laughs> <laughs> I'm not there to do it. You've yeah. got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, public service announcement. Uh, Kendall and Rebecca, if you guys get a chance, could you check your fantasy teams on the phone? Make sure the player you chose yeah, is on your roster. Let's do that right now just so we could uh, uh, make sure. And then uh, go ahead and go to the next game. Yeah. The next game, the Tennessee Football Titans. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, you know, it's funny. That was only really said for the, the, the football giants because yeah, of the <laughs> Because there was Giants baseball Giants. Giants. Right. Yeah. No, because of the Little Giants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a good movie. It was. Yeah. I was a big fan of that movie. Never seen that movie. <gasps> oh, oh, my I'm God. Icebox. He's not a sports fan. Oh, come on. <laughs> no, he's not a fan of life. <laughs> Do you know how many movies I had to show this kid in college? Never saw have, Caddyshack. You still have a lot of Never saw the Blues Brothers. Never saw the Big Lebowski. Which, that was a shit movie. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's an acquired taste. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have to agree with you. I, that wasn't one of my favorites. But, but it's still it a cult classic. And it, yeah, it this is a cult classic. It, you know. Yeah. You should still see it. Yes. So Rebecca was tapping me like in a very peculiar way on my shoulder, but it felt like you ever have like like a muscle twitch? Yeah. 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 That's what it felt like. I'm just <laughs> I'm just sitting here I'm like, why is this doing this? And then I'm just like, I look over, I'm like, oh. <laughs> All right, so we got the, the, that's what Rebecca is. Yeah. She is the muscle twitch. So we've got the um, Tennessee Oilers versus the Tennessee Oilers versus the expansion team Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> oh man, what a this is another game I don't want to know. Yeah, I don't want to watch. Yeah. You know, Tennessee has shown nothing promising, really. I think Jacksonville kind of runs away with this one. Uh, 38-14 Jacksonville. 24-13 Jacksonville. I think I'm taking struggles. another shutout. I think Bortles struggles, but I think the defense scores 14 points. I, I'm thinking well, another shutout. 12 points. 24, 20, 21 zip. 34 7 Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Yeah. <laughs> no love for Tennessee in this group. <laughs> well, I don't think they've, they, they definitely have not settled their quarterback yeah. questions. Right. No, and you not. don't have, if that question isn't resolved, you don't really have much to. I haven't believed in Tennessee since. Jake Locker. No, since, <laughs> since Chris Johnson. Shout out Jay Locker. I will drink to that. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Jeff Fisher. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, see, that's around the horn for private side uh, right there. We drink to Jeff Fisher. <laughs> uh, I'm done. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> God damn you, Jeff Fisher. Um, the next go-round game... Uh, 
We have the Denver Broncos at the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, this this could be exciting for me in my head. I feel like this has the potential to be pretty good with Denver's defense playing well and Flacco on the offense kind of not being excellent. Let's go, Case. <laughs> uh, I have I have the Broncos winning. Uh, this game was going to be low scoring. It's going to be uh, eighteen Denver. 13, Baltimore. Mm. 21-18, Denver. Denver, 38. Baltimore, 15. Here's my pitch for the game this week. 9-3, Denver. Wow. See, I can also see that. Yeah. <laughs> I can, you can name name a score. Just name any score. Quick, go. Run right off your head. 21 to 7. I can see it. Literally any score I can see in this game. I can see both offenses sucking. I can see one offense sucking, one doing great. I can see both doing great. Defense is not true. Like, I just don't know what I'm getting. It's like I'm, it's like a mystery bag. Just yeah. reach in, and it's like, oh. I think this could be, like, one of the better games to watch. Is Lamar Jackson the quarterback of the future? Yeah, I think so. He's already playing. Do you think he's going to be the quarterback? Yes, I do. I do. Yeah. You mean for yeah, for Baltimore, yeah. Yeah. No. Do you think he's actually going to be something? Um, I, I think, no, I, th- I I think personally I think he's 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 not built strong enough. He's going to it's going to be another Watson situation. I don't think Watson's going to finish the season. I think, you know, he'll be flashy. I think he'll make some great plays. I don't think they'll win Super Bowls. Joe Flacco's an elite quarterback. He is um, not. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, they paid him like he was. Yeah, I'll tell you what. You've se- I'm sure you've seen that, that Bleacher Report cartoon. Which one? The, uh, the game one, of? The, the one where Flacco's applying for a oh, QB yes. card. And yes. Troy Aikman's like doing the. <laughs> how many how many you, you spent for 4,000 yards? One. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> did, you, did you ever start a Super Bowl? Yes. <laughs> and was an MVP. There you go. Ooh. <laughs> um, do you hear uh, Troy Aikman and Joe Buck uh, during the Cleveland Jets game uh, this week? I, I caught like third quarter on. I was working. I'm pretty sure both of them had been drinking a little bit. Because you know, it's very odd because they needed to, <laughs> they're not good commentators normally. No, they really are. And the thing is, too, it, it's the dynamic is weird because it's like they're a Fox crew, yep, on NBC, and it's just kind of like yeah, I, I think there's they sort of this like not animosity, but it's kind of like yeah. you know, hey, let's not put forth our best ever for right. an opposing station. The funniest, it's weird. the funniest thing that I heard, and I was doing a couple other things at the time. I was listening to the game. I was typing something on the computer, and I was texting a couple friends because Baker Mayfield had just come in. Troy Aikman tells me, that, or Troy Aikman tells Joe Buck this story about how uh, he got confused during his cadence, and he went under the guard. He went under 100%. his guard, and apparently his guard uh, used to call everybody daddy. daddy. Yeah. So he walks under his uh, his guard and puts his hand underneath and it's like something's not right. And you hear from the guard, "It ain't me, Daddy." Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, very, yeah, it's just not a, good commentary. Yeah, <laughs> that's a story you tell other football people. Like, yeah, that's the one I had to be like, "What? Rewind? Did he just say that?" <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, that was that was an interesting one. Uh, next game coming up, you got the New York Football Giants and the Houston Texans. Uh, Houston has had a lot of hype. I think this could be a very ugly game. 
Mm. Houston really hasn't found their their niche yet, and neither yeah. of the Giants. It's, it's going to be a game where either both teams continue to struggle, or one finds it and one doesn't. I don't think both find it today, though. I, I don't know. I'm going to have to go. I'm going to give it to the Texans. Um, 24-17. Uh, I just thought, with or without Flowers, the offensive line is still just atrocious. Yep. And there's an extreme pass rush on the other side. Um, Deshaun Watson has the ability to deliver the football. It's one of those things is Deshaun Watson's going to have the time but doesn't have the playmakers that Eli has. Yeah. Eli has the playmakers and doesn't have the time. Um, so I'm going to give it the, the give a touchdown edge to the, the Texans. They score middle late of the fourth quarter, and Giants can't put it together to finish it out. 21-10 Texans. 27-20 Texans. 21-7 Texans. And in your fantasy world? In my fantasy world, what happens is... Eli uh, Manning goes for 650 yards, no touchdowns. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> Eli's not making it through the season. He's done. Um... <laughs> it's possible. You've seen the way he's been getting hit. Him and Russell Wilson might be sharing an ambulance together one day. <laughs> no kidding. Uh, my fantasy teams, world, those, I have Those two teams have to play each other. I don't know if they. I don't think they do, but if they had to... They just, they you both wouldn't know out. who'd be starting. Yeah, they both would just check out. Yeah. Nah, we're not playing this game. <laughs> In my fantasy world, the oh. Giants will win. Paul's got a Jimmy Light going. He's a... Because I'm shaking on the... What? There we go. I was we bouncing it. my leg and it was bothering his camera. Ah. Ah, okay. Get uh, better cameras. My fantasy world... Oh, the beat. The game comes down to... Uh, fourth and two on the goal line. Two seconds left. Giants needed to go ahead. Uh... Jadavon Clowney comes through the line, makes Saquon fumble. Watt picks it up, runs halfway down the field. Saquon goes back, grabs the ball, and runs it back for a touchdown. Giants win. That's my fantasy world. Very uh, mad in the view. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you asked for fantasy, I deliver. <clears throat> we are done with the 1 o'clock games. We are going on to the 4 o'clock games. We have the Chicago Bears at the Arizona Cardinals. I expect an excellent showing from Chicago this afternoon. Uh, I think defense still plays very well. Arizona seems to be not doing anything fast. Uh, I think Trubisky plays well enough. Nothing exciting. Uh, I'm envisioning a 38-14 to 14 win for Chicago today. It's a lot more points than I had going. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm thinking 28-7. Uh, 27-10. Who's your backup quarterback right now? Mr. Daniels. Yeah, Daniels. Daniels. Is it Chase Daniels? And he played yeah. lights out in preseason. Okay. I um, say 27-10. got to remember, uh, Tabisky just played, what, two series in yeah. preseason? Yeah. I say 27-10 just because the, the the Bears, along with the league, it's not just the Bears, but struggle against you know the receiving back type of thing. I, I just think that the Cardinals put together a touchdown drive at some point and then get down the field a little bit, maybe kick a field goal. But I think the defense would all in all hold them in check. 35 to 7. Trubisky's going to throw three touchdowns to himself. <laughs> That's my fantasy world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my fantasy world, just going back to our days playing Madden, is uh, first play of the game, Channel Lojo breaks through the line. Mitch Trubisky breaks his collarbone. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we played Madden, Chris would break my quarterback's collarbone. <laughs> Every single time. And I would get a Hail Mary to Greg Jennings. Ah, <laughs> uh, Greg Jennings. <laughs> uh, we got Rams now? 
next, actually, is, yes, the Rams. Rams Chargers. Against the L.A. Chargers. Uh, I think Rams played very well. I think they keep that going. I think Phillip Rivers is no no dud. But I, I think the defense plays well enough to keep him in check. Uh, I'm envisioning a 27-26 game in it. I think the Rams win 28-24. Um, this just makes me worried because they're all going off the back of a kicker that we don't have right now. <laughs> I say 28-24 and, uh, just because uh, I think the Chargers would be poised to, to play in, in a shootout or defensive struggle game with the Rams, but they're missing their best piece on defense. So I think that's eventually what's going to kind of be the, the thorn in their side. I'm looking at the same thing, 28-27 or 28-24. Chris was like, why can't you guys just say like 48 to nothing? <laughs> Give me some over-under to work with. <laughs> I, gave, I gave you a shout-out. Yeah. Um, Rams will take it 35 to 24, uh, coming off a late pick six from Marcus Peters because he seems to have Philip Rivers' number. True, very true. Long time playing in the same division, you yep. know? Yeah, they used to pick them off in every single game. So that they like, played. I know true? they happen, but I just well, I can never cool. get myself to predict the shutout because you just see so much garbage. Garbage yeah, points. Garbage, yeah. you so many garbage points. I mean, the Seattle yeah. scored like yeah, 14 yeah, garbage points. Four games against yeah. the Chargers. Been in the two That's years. an interesting stat. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Didn't know that. Um, nice and then you, on the other side, you have Akeem Tlaib, who also has played in the same division as Rivers for... Yeah, good point. Good point. Um, and Cortland Finnegan. <laughs> Lost to fight to Andre Johnson. <laughs> Got his ass kicked. In a different division. <laughs> uh, they were in the same division at that point. Um, that was Titans Houston when that happened. Yeah, but it was a different division. I'm saying. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> next game up, uh, which unfortunately is the national game this week: Cowboys Seahawks. Ew. Yeah. Why the hell that's, does that get national television? Yeah, that's the national game. This Gotta week. love the Cowboys. They, they throw the hashtag America's hat. team. <laughs> Why do you think they're worth five billion dollars? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cowboys twenty. Hashtag Jerry World. Cowboys twenty four. Um, Seattle 23. I, I think Russell Wilson's going to be able to throw over the defense and scramble around the linebackers. I don't think their linebacking cores is, and their defensive ends are as quick as Chicago's were to keep them in the pocket. So I think he'll have success scrambling, which is where he's going to end up hitting those yes. receivers in the, the weak secondary. Um, but I think Dallas is going to be able to eventually get to him enough. Um, and they still don't have a running game. So... Seahawks are ugly right now. Thank uh, God. Uh, Cowboys are going to play well enough. Uh, Dallas wins 24-13. This picks for Peter. I'm picking Seattle 24-21. Peter's in there. He's like, all right, Uncle Bob, you son of a bitch. <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> Is Peter a closet Cowboys fan? Or oh, he's yeah. Dope? He's not a closet yeah, yeah. Cowboys <laughs> fan. He, he doesn't it. understand sports, but he's a Cowboy fan. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> good way to look at it. Seahawks lose this game 27-9. to Wow. Uh, and my fantasy one, this is the one I've been saving for a little while. Uh, Earl Thomas gets a pick six on the five-yard line. 
Runs it all the way down to the end. Jason Garrett chases him down, says, no, we just traded for you. Runs all the way back and oh scores a touchdown for Dallas. <laughs> These mid-game <laughs> trades. <laughs> Jason Garrett, like, holding his jersey, running down the sideline. Yes, side we line, just like, traded wait, for wait, you. Wait, wait, wait up for him. Turn around! Turn around! Wrong way! It's, it's taped over Des Bryant. <laughs> Just a piece of scotch tape. Or although, masking tape. Although halfway back, he realizes it's going to be a safety, not a touchdown, so he pitches it to Dak, who runs it in. There we go. Perfect. <laughs> last uh, last game for the evening is uh, New England versus the Lions. Yeah. Mentor versus Mentee. So I'd like to take the reins on this one. Uh, New England is New England is New England is what? New England. Is New England. Yes. He's been studying. Uh, they don't struggle at all. Tom Brady throws for four touchdowns. 57 <laughs> points. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm anticipating kind of like a, a 41-30 type game. Uh it just the Lions seem to be lost almost right now. Uh, Stafford finds his way uh, today. Yeah. Oh, I, so. I like this. I, I have a lot of faith in Stafford. I just think, in general, the Lions are kind of lost. Who do the Patriots lose to? Jacksonville. That's right. As I, I, I really believe Stafford's going to find his way today. And it's like 28-24. I agree with you. I think Stafford finds his way, but I don't think it's enough. That's the thing. I, I think he finds his way. I think he has a lights-out game. I think he throws for like 400 yards, four touchdowns. I just think. Belichick and <coughs> company, I'll play them. I think they win 35-31. I'd be curious, you know, you're the guy to find it out uh, of Belichick's I was former, about to say, former coaches who have beaten him. There was a stat that just maybe there was a stat that just came out last night. Uh, Nick Saban is thirteen and zero against his proteges. Uh, the only guy I could think of is maybe Mangini coached the Jets, and maybe they beat him. This is back in the. Mid two thousands. Yeah, that's the only guy I could think of really. Bill O'Brien, Houston's never done it. Uh, what's his face? Uh, the offensive coordinator. He's back now in New England. He played in oh, the coach for the um, Broncos. Never beat him. Uh, McDaniel's. Yeah, McDaniel's. McDaniel's yeah. never did it. So we'll see. And then that mm-hmm. takes us to Monday. Tampa Steelers, Bay, Tampa, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, um, Tampa. New England wins, by the way. Oh. <laughs> I'll tell you what. As a Steelers fan, a lot of distractions. Roethlisberger is playing like bummed out. Well, he played great last week. But like he, emotionally, he seems like he's like he's not there. He's Going like, through the motions. Yeah, he's not. It doesn't have kind of like that intensity, and I think that's definitely evident in this play. I, I think I think Pittsburgh wakes up this week. I think Tampa Bay gives them a run for their money, absolutely because. It's you know the, the worst part of the defense and the defense has not been the same since is the it late in Pittsburgh? No, they're in Tampa. Wow, and that they can't tackle. That's the worst part. The defense is like they're not they're not blowing coverage. They can't tackle. It's the easy stuff. They're arm tackling. It's embarrassing. You're a professional football team, but I think Pittsburgh plays well enough to win. Uh, it's close. I think it's twenty seven twenty three. Pittsburgh wins. Michael Bob. I think it's magic time. Yeah. It's, it's magic. magic. Yeah. <coughs> and it's uh, 21-14. I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think both teams have defenses that can stand up. And I think it's just going to be that kind of a, a, a game. 
35-15 Pittsburgh. Any reason? James Conner. Fair. 48-42 Tampa. Wow. Ooh. Wow. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a lot of fun to watch. I think both quarterbacks throw five times. <clears throat> wow. Could Can happen. they throw them all to James Conner? <laughs> <laughs> nope. They're all going to Brown and Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And that, um, what a day that'd be. Can you oh, imagine having, having two receivers that each catch five touchdowns? What a day. Yeah, fuck yards. I don't even give a shit at that point. <laughs> yeah. They can uh, be for no five yards. yards yeah. Five touchdowns. <laughs> five yards, five receptions, five touchdowns. Yeah. Still a lot of points. Yeah. Still 40 points. Yeah. Um, so, interesting uh, question. How many times do you think Bill Belichick has lost to former assistants? Kendall Twice. says one. I'm going to say one to Eric Mangini. I'm going to say three. Twice. Because he said two. I don't want to say zero. Bill Belichick has lost eight times to his former coaches. Wow. He's well, lost. he's had a long career. He's right. lost mm-hmm. twice to Nick Saban. Oh, when he was in Dalton. Yep. Oh, okay. He's lost twice to Al Groh. I can't remember who he coached for. Neither do I. Uh, he's lost three times to Eric Mangini. Wow. Way more than I thought. He beat him five times, though. And he lost to Josh McDaniels when he was in Denver. He did, really. Huh. But does he lose to Patricia? <laughs> God, I didn't really. Nick yep. Nick Saban beat him twice. You said, yep. yeah, and that's saying something because he was a terrible NFL head coach. Yeah, really. He yeah. was very bad yeah. with the Dolphins. Yes, but the Patriots he, cannot play the Dolphins well. Yeah, that is in Miami. In Miami. In Miami. In Miami yeah. Especially Miami. Yeah, they've all, that's Smoke and Jay Cutler beat him. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. That's the most awesome nickname too. Smoking Jay. Jay. I understand. I understand as a football well, fan, as a Bears fan. I understand. They named how... the Broadway Review about that. You know, Smoky Joe's Cafe. <laughs> I, I know he wasn't the greatest thing in the world, but I will always love Jay Cutler. He will always have a soft spot in my heart. Me too. I like Jay Cutler. Well, a lot. and a lot of. I I I really think he gets short shrift because that offensive line in front of him when he was with the Bears, oh, it no, was a sieve. No offensive no. coach, no no offensive consistency on the coaching side, in his whole career there. No no offensive weapon consistency outside of Matt Forte. Yeah, I love Lovey Smith, but did nothing for Cutler while he was there. Well, no, I I still think that's the that was like the biggest crime in Chicago Bears. What firing like Lovey Smith? You don't, you don't, you don't fire a ten and six coach. That's right. You well, don't do that. The, the, no, absolutely the not. Was always there for yes. with him. It's, uh, that was not the problem. Just, yes, absolutely. You don't fire a ten and six coach unless it's been... them firing Lovey Smith is what became the demise of the, the Chicago yeah, Bears absolutely. defense because exactly. Trustman came in and wanted to pay all this big money to offensive players, and and then that's why Erlacher, Tillman, Briggs, all these players had to leave. Yep, because yeah. they didn't. The defense doesn't win. Okay, that's why. You, you that's why that. they. That's why the Bears only got beat out by the Broncos that year and didn't win any games. Right. Uh, but yep. football season's here. You know what the best part about it is? But next week when football season comes soon. Next week, yeah. Next week when we're doing this, <laughs> football's already. Yeah, you guys telegraph that. <laughs> I knew you guys were going to say it. Well, the thing too is, is next week we're going to be doing this exact same thing, but then football will be a quarter of the way over. Yeah. Um, uh. Isn't that great? Well. <clears throat> Isn't that great? It's just such a drawn-out season. Oh, gosh. Ugh. It is. It's a drawn-out season. Well, now, I'm sorry. Come on. Drawn-out season? It is. It's you know why? Basketball. No. <coughs> you know why? Baseball. You know? No. Baseball's always been long. Yeah, baseball's always been long. Basketball season is not drawn-out. The playoffs are drawn-out. Yes. Hockey playoffs 
need to be seven games because there's so much lucky bounces that go into it and things like I that. I agree. The only the only game the only series that should be seven games is the championship series for the basketball. The yeah. others should be five games. I agree with you on that. My thing is for football. The reason I say it's drawn out is because during football season, it's all you hear about nonstop for seventeen straight weeks, which is yeah. awesome. I, I it's not because there's so much because. <laughs> hockey and basketball start coming in. I mean, you hear about the World Series, but like right right now, September baseball, this is some of the most exciting baseball you're going to see. Yep. And it takes a backseat to to who gives a shit football right now. Yeah. I I I agree with you. And that's and unfair. Early basketball, that's unfair. Early, there's going to be some early basketball matchups and early hockey matchups that are not going to get the, I mean, ESPN won't even not talk not. about hockey. Right. Yeah. But I mean, but like th- there's, you know, a lot of these Let's early seasons, they're not going to get love and stuff like that. No no one's going to talk. They're not going to be highlighting basketball until football's over. Yep. Yeah. So the only reason the All-Star game is as late as it is for the NBA because if it was any earlier, it would coincide with the playoffs and no yep. one would care. That's right. And that's why it happens after like 53 games. Yep. Right. It's like, okay, All-Star break, 20 games to go. Well, and truthfully, the, ba- the NBA should eliminate the All-Star game. Have a skills challenge. I like this. Yeah, I think they should keep all the skills stuff. Right. And the dunks. But forget the game. Because, nobody I mean, cares come about on. It's, it's like a, the NFL. A, a 182 to 200? Come on. The only the only way I'd be okay with them keeping the NBA All-Star game is if they actually started doing it by position. And not just They'd, putting the most popular players. Well, no, they the do court. this front court, back court bullshit. Which, so, yeah, a I lot agree. of times. You, I agree. A lot of times, but, centers get snubbed. But, which is bullshit. People uh, like Andre Drummond, DeAndre Jordan, you know, things like like these players that should be in all-star have all-star game seasons don't get all-star game appearances because they do front court, back court. So for your front court, it's small forwards, power forwards, and centers. Well, your power forwards, just look in the West alone, you have Anthony Davis, you've got Kevin Durant, you've got Draymond Green. And then there's this funny guy that just moved to LA. Yeah. LeBron. <laughs> Okay. But like, but I'm saying, but like, but like, people like you know, like Clint Capella, Clint Capella last year put together an All Star performance for a center, yep. for a center, and he he didn't even get a nod, right. not even not even like a hey, look in that guy's direction, because well, the other because thing they is, don't vote for it's centers. A, it's, it's a straight popularity contest, right. yeah. only offense, because that's how most fans look at basketball. Yep. Okay. That's all. I want to see. I want to see the fans vote count twenty five percent. Players vote. 50% and coaches 25%. Well, go back to the go back to the Chicago Bulls days. Lou Alden got snubbed so many times. There were so many so many seasons he should have been an all-star. Yeah. Exactly. So many times he should have been an all-star. Because you're talking about for his career, one of the best defenders that, that's played the game. Yeah. And a really And he good, never got credit for it. And a good all-around player offensively. Right. Which, right. you know, he could shoot the 3. He, he could, could drive, oh, he, could he post could drive up. the basket, he could post up. Well, that was one of the most underrated Ugly things as that he hell. did. Yeah. Yes. Super dark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> him, him and Ben Gordon, the best British backcourt we've ever seen. The best <laughs> British black backcourt we've ever seen when they would line up at point and shooting guard yeah. for that random big lineup they would do. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Oh, I love it so much. <laughs> oh, we got well, 10 minutes left. Ten yeah, minutes we got to, let's do some beer reviews real quick. Sure. Uncle Bob, you opened up, how was your coffee? It was great. Yeah. My coffee was great. <laughs> Cream and sugar? Uh, actually, I enjoyed my Gansett too. Yeah, how yeah. was it? It was cold. 
<laughs> Cold beer is the best beer. It's a great beer. Cold beer is the second best beer. Free beer is the best beer. When you talk about beer in that price category, the most important thing is how cold it is. Come exactly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cream, cream and sugar in the coffee? Uh, no. No, black. Black? Straight wow. black. Ooh, nice. Straight black. Black that's, coffee to Gansett. That's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a true American right yeah. there. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we should be putting cigarette butts out on them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, Mass, you... you uh, did you only have the only had two beers? Yes. Okay, you didn't dive into so okay. Yeah. So you you started off with the uh, Sam Cherry Wheat. Yep. What'd you think? Nice fruity finish. Gross. <laughs> and then you went to the you went to the, the bullpen in the ninth. Uh, pulled out the Heineken Pony. Tastes like piss. Right, so you gave you gave up a, a two run lead. Yeah. And blew the game. Yeah. Pretty nice. Wow. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Me too. Kendall, you, you finished you, off with the water though. <laughs> Hydration. <laughs> Kendall, you went seven innings with your starter, and then you brought in the big finisher for three inning save. Yep. How'd it uh, go? So, Maiden from Thimble Island. Very good. It's kind of like a, a tart finish to it. Saison. Uh, very good. Uh, and then I brought in the Krampus from Southern Tier, and uh, Southern Tier blew it. We were up big. Southern Tier blew it. No, nah, it's probably just old. <laughs> That's what it is. That's what it was. You remember Trevor Hoffman? Sitting on your floor for a little <laughs> while? Trevor Hoffman. Trevor, <laughs> Trevor Hoffman, you know, he was almost 600 saves. It took him nine tries to do it. And that's what a cramp escape for us today. <laughs> well, I had the pecan pie porter from Clown Shoes. Um, very Bartolo Colonish. Gave up uh, four runs and six hits and 142 pitches in seven innings. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the, the ever so reliable Coors Light came in to close out the game. Gave up no hits, six strikeouts, two earned runs on walks. <laughs> <laughs> we lost 10 to 4 uh, <laughs> <laughs> alright uh, that's awesome well um, social media plugs Bob you got anything to plug Bob where you at uh, nothing right now nothing. Well, October 5th the day after I turn 71 I'll be at uh, the rough draft for happy hour 5.30 to 7.30 and sometime in October I'll be doing uh, actually could be both a Friday and a Sunday up at the Eagles Club. I did a benefit there yesterday. In Naugatuck, right? Yeah, in Naugie, yeah. Uh, I did a benefit there yesterday, and they absolutely went nuts. They love my old songs because they're all old farts like I am. <laughs> <laughs> you got to play to the crowd. That's right. <laughs> you got to find the crowd to play to. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Mass, you got any plugs? No, I'm good. Uh, you can catch me on the couch every sunday from one to 11 you can follow me at cj1092 on twitter i bitch about my sports teams and why they're not winning people named chris like to bitch about their sports teams on social media that's right this could be a very good year for chicago it could be could you imagine if everybody won it everybody i don't even care if they won it if they're winning (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, the White Sox, we maybe next year. Hey, that's fine with me. They've got a they've got a great, great farm team right now. Their yeah, farm team. Kopich had to go get, you know, Tommy you know, John, which sucks. Yeah. So he's out till twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah. Guy just He'll for, come back. He'll come back. Hopefully yeah, but I hope he comes back still throwing a hundred. That's the thing. Yeah. I mean he hasn't it's not like he didn't really have a lot of time in the majors to work on his stuff. Right. So if he comes back and he doesn't at least have that and, heater to fall back on he might end up being falling to a fourth, third, fourth rotation kind of guy. Because yep. it's not like he's going to be able to work on his because, stuff for a while. Yeah, and it's, it takes a while. When you relied on the heater the way he has, yeah. it takes a while to develop 
not only a secondary pitch, Trade but he, you need to, yeah. if you're gonna if he's gonna stay a starter, he has to have three pitches. If yeah. he doesn't have the speed, right? And and the White Sox are in a good spot for pitching right now, farm wise, especially oh, yeah. Rodon has started yeah. to come through and showed mm-hmm. the potential that he has to be. He, you know, I think he's going to be their number one going in the next season. A lot of good um, stuff. Very exciting for them. Yep. Yeah. The trades worked out for them. For sure. So far. Uh, any any events that you're going to be at this week that you'd like to plug? Uh, no. Good, no. good, 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 good. No, no, uh, no. Every, every uh, Tuesday and Wednesday from... Oh, yeah. This always. Oh, you're doing this? Oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I thought you were hyping me up. I, I'm always hyping you up. Why, thank you. Always listen to PPRN. Uh, Radio.net. That's right. PPRN. Uh, Peter Pino does his show Tuesdays and Wednesdays, 730 to 1030. Kind of... Uh, be prepared to sometimes. Listen, sometimes listen before and after. <laughs> after yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's kind of like a, a very loose schedule. It might, it might start at quarter of yeah, and yeah. end at, qu- at 11.30. Yep. You don't know. Yep. Saturdays are mixtape Saturdays yep. here, and they're excellent, always excellent. You know, Peter usually does at least an hour of his own stuff, and very cool. And then yeah. actually on Sundays from 10 to 1, you can find one. Getting Sports with Drunk. Right. Yeah. Right. It's a pretty good show, too. It's, it's and decent. I like their shirts. Right. It's, and the, and the, shirts, the shirts are cool, you know. Nobody's wearing any right now. But they're That's because cool. I wore it on Wednesday. Yeah. I'll tell you, my laundry pile is towering right now. So <laughs> and, and where can we buy those? Uh, they're not for sale right this second, but that's going to be happening again. We're doing that again. It was a lot yeah. of fun. I'll get another color. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll mix it up. We'll do some some different colors. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I actually have a shirt for Chris, but I left it at home. Oh boy. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, man, that's right. Thanks for that. I got you a flattering gray. I appreciate that. <laughs> Shows off my physique. Right. Um, could but, use a tan. Yeah, like a, nobody like a, does tan shirts. No, that's true. Ooh, that's like true. a cream or a beige. Uh, yeah. yeah, with a with a navy blue on it. Ooh. <laughs> Maybe get you in the d- d- design room. Oh, hey. Let's just buy out this building. Yeah. Let's just do it. T-shirt design. Chris down there. Sex yeah, yeah. room. Yeah. Smoking lounge. Yeah, that'd be cool. Toilet with a rope flush. Uh, yeah. Hookah lounge. Uh, what was that room? Yeah. Casino. Studio. Yeah, yeah. What was that room we had in Winthrop? The relaxation room. The relaxation room. room. Yeah. yeah. Just, that was just the room that everybody had sex in next yes. to the hall director's room. Yeah. Very poor planning from the, the housing community there. Yeah. Well, on their end, not yeah, on ours. Right, exactly. We <laughs> used that room to the fullest. I passed out, hammered a lot of times in that room. Absolutely. I walked in, I was like, oh, God, stairs are so hard. There's a couch. <laughs> Lights. Ah. Perfect. I feel relaxed. Where can they find us besides PPRN? Everywhere the podcasts are found. That's right. You know, we're on Google Play. Podbean. Podbean. iTunes. iTunes. YouTube. YouTube, what, what? Facebook, yeah, Facebook, Twitter, yeah, F- Facebook, Instagram, getting supposed to be drunk. Twitter is gswd underscore four. Make sure to use the hashtag gswd for all your daily uses, whether it's just, you know just drinking a plethora of terrible beer, or uh, you know, nice black coffee. Yeah, That's right. Instagram same, getting supposed to be drunk. Great content we put on. Uh, our cans will be up for the week oh, three matchups. Yep, they will. Wait a second, uh, my cans right here. <laughs> we'll have Bob's cans up in the middle of the week. <laughs> Adam Schefter just reported that the Steelers are now officially taking offers for Le'Veon Bell. Wow. I'll give you pretzels. <laughs> I'm telling you, he will never play another game for the Steelers. And if if he doesn't play for him this year and they don't trade him, he will retire because yeah. he will not come back no, for the minimum. Really I'll give you three boxes of those uh, buttered bread twists that were on Rebecca's fridge for her entire oh, senior those year. Those are good. I'll tell you what, just real quick. This is, uh, as a Steelers fan, as a football fan, 
this is a big bummer for me. I'm really disappointed in the way things went, but well, you know, think- it's it's the industry. <clears throat> it is what it is. Yep. Can't yeah. deal with it. It just sucks. I know it. we dealt with, cheap. It with Aaron Donald for a long They're time. They're cheap, and they don't value what he provided, which was... Why bother? Yeah. Because nowadays, yes, oh, Le'Veon Bell was okay, the best. Okay, what, what, what is everybody else doing? Oh, I was just talking to Mike. Yeah. I was going to say. No, what is Bell everybody is, else doing? Le'Veon Bell is the best back in the league, but look at James Conner. He's putting up two or three touchdowns a game for them the so mic. far. In the mic. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So the, the Steelers' offense has proved that, hey, you want to run for us? We have the blocking to do yep. it. Right. So, but it, with Levy and Bell. The thing is, is they offered to pay Bell the most money a running back would be making. Right. And it he wasn't wanted, enough. On, right. What, but because he, he wanted a long-term contract, and no, they're too cheap to give no, it to him. because he wanted wide receiver two and running back one money. He wanted he wanted more money than Brown makes, which I don't necessarily agree with. No, absolutely not. But, but Brown's on the end of, his, end of his contract. No, he got an extension. Yeah, he got an extention two years ago, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's no still, way that Levy and Bell was still two years ago. Listen, we're out of time. It's a bummer. It sucks, but you know, I've got no. I've got. I've lost respect for the Steelers. Okay, (laughs) I've lost respect for the Steelers. It's a team right now in not a good place. No, the problem is the Steelers. You know, we'll say this one: the the Steelers were fortunate enough for a long time to have two franchise players at two different positions. But when it came, when it comes time to pay them, two franchise players want to top each other. Money-wise. Exactly. And it, the Steelers, you know, they made the decision that Brown was the guy that they would rather have over Bell. Without saying it in so many words, they gave Brown the extension before they gave Bell the extension. And I think... And they be- refused. They were petty and refused to let him go to free agency. Right. Okay? They wanted their cake to, and eat it, too. And now they're paying the price. I agree. Fair. All right. Fair. Well... We'll talk more about this next week. Yeah. Uh, I won't be here, so. <laughs> Don't worry. You, you can listen in. You can hear Kyle pitch about it. Uh, but, yeah, we got a lot of good stuff next week. We'll have Uncle Bob on soon. Once basketball, start of the basketball season. Oh, yeah. We'll coincide yeah, that one. We'll have him on. Um, not too often. and not Definitely not back-to-back weeks again. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. We're glad to have you. Yeah, we're always glad to have it you. It was on. my pleasure. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to get Peter on some point, too. No. Maybe. maybe uh, I want him well, on. unless his job changes. Because he right he you know he works Sundays. Right. Yeah, you know. we got to see if we can get him to take a sick day like right after the Cowboys oh, no, lose no, a Thursday night game. You got to understand something. Peter doesn't take sick days. Well, if we make him, he so. also doesn't <laughs> take <laughs> vacation days. Yeah. yeah, I mean he's right now he's got enough vacation days to take almost a month off. Well, let's just get him fired then. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he's applying for a new job, yeah. which could change my life considerably because we may go five to eight. Yeah. On uh, so I don't know, yeah, but see. if that happens, he won't be working on Sundays. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> interesting. All right, well, we'll be back next week, ten to one here live on the PPRN Radio Network. Um, make sure to tune in and uh, stay drunk. Until then, I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler. Story time, Bob. Get the Uncle mass. Bob. <laughs> and I'm the Red Baron. <laughs> 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 Yeah.